wow, you sound horrible. Yeah. I was about to say, did they give you, what, what, did they what, give you good painkillers? Yeah. Can you share? <laughs> well, this is the worst part. My teeth are all still intact because at the last moment they put it back to, hey, do you want to just come in first thing tomorrow morning? So, oh. yeah. <laughs> about to say, last time I, I got a, a tooth pulled, it was a wisdom tooth. I got, it, it fucked me up for like a week, right? This is going to be a wisdom tooth, but it's for now it's still, it's still right up in there. Uh, you know what, Roz, I will stay with you to the bitter end. Alice, if you have to go to bed, you have to go to bed. <laughs> this is an endurance test. I'm, oh, already, I'm already going to be watching the Bruins game for like part of this. So mm -hmm. you, you know what they did? You know what they did when I got my wisdom teeth pulled? Is they gave me two kinds of painkillers, right? Mm. They gave me. They, they, they gave, gave you fake perks. They gave me fake Percocets. Yeah. And ibuprofen. Mm -hmm. Right. And the pain was really, really bad the first two days. And I was like, oh, God, I better go for the good stuff. Give me the Percocets. Right. And it didn't do shit. And I went for the ibuprofen. <laughs> And uh, that was fine. That the pain all went away, and I was like, "Wow, wow, these opioids are not as good as they're as advertised, right?" Mm. And I showed the pills to Liam, and Liam was like, "Oh yeah, these are fake. Uh, they gave you <laughs> fake Percocets." Yeah, I, I remember just being like, "Wow, I I love that I'm uh, this house's resident financial advisor and narcotics expert." So, yeah. So, so what yes. you're saying is that your dentist prescribed you. Uh, prescribed you the Percocet, so and then gave you fake pills so that they could sell the oh, real at the, Percocet. At the pharmacy. No, no, yeah, that was the that was the, the, the Burke, Virginia the CVS was uh, obviously dealing uh, prescription pharmaceuticals on the side. I guess entirely possible. <laughs> that would, in fact, be my guess. You think a bunch of CIA weirdos don't want to, you know, <laughs> catch the tail point, of the yeah. dragon every now and again, Roz? I, <laughs> I. I was just well. I think I think what we wound up doing is we gave it to one of our mutual friends who sold it to a bartender we knew. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you wouldn't <laughs> give him to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was bullshit. Yeah, actually, yeah. I probably should have given it to you to sell to the bartender. Mm. Fake, um, fake stuff is always more interesting to me than real stuff, though. Like, uh, like a fake watch. I'm way more interested in. Like I have found your watch uh, Twitter absolutely yeah. fascinating. Oh, thank you. But yeah, like, gen welcome. genuinely, right? I would not want to own a Rolex because uh, I'd be I would, terrified. I, yeah, I'd be I'd be terrified, and I would feel like shit for having that much money on yeah. my wrist and having yeah. spent that much money. Give me like say, yeah. uh, I don't know a hundred, two hundred dollar fake Rolex, one that looks like kind of vaguely passable until it breaks. That's a, that's a nice time. Plus, I get to so admire to the yeah. I get to admire the like craftsmanship of the fake rather than the craftsmanship uh, of the I real thing. I use an, yeah. a six gen iPod Nano in a phone case in a in a in a case I bought off eBay because it looks like an Apple Watch, but it's just an iPod <laughs> Nano on my wrist. That's my watch. <laughs> that fucking rules. Thank you. Uh, I I always kind of felt the same way about cars and we're just going to derail Roz's whole bonus episode <laughs> here. Just immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, Alice is in this for the long haul. I've started mm -hmm. drinking. Let's do mm -hmm. this. Uh, right. But because uh, I'm always like, oh, like cool older German cars and I'm just like, I don't want to be perceived at, especially like by our fans. Mm. Uh, I don't want like Cars you don't want to buy a BMW convertible yeah, with the podcast money. Right, exactly. Now, when I take Roz's 
life insurance policy <laughs> and spend oh it lavishly God. on myself that he doesn't know I took out on him. Good Lord. Um, you are, so, you, you're a beneficiary of my policy, buddy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I have a policy. Yeah, you're 20%. Oh, okay. Well, here, here is... You guys have life insurance? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yes, exactly. I always liked how uh, my um, uh, engineering, the, the, my economics of engineering professor uh, uh, called it, you know, wh- when you buy life insurance, what you're doing is making a bet with the insurance company. Um, and if you die, you win. <laughs> I always liked the reduction that marriage was just betting someone half your stuff that you'll love them forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, welcome to the bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Finally. But it's the one where we don't do the introductions because you know yeah, who we are. Yeah, you know who or we are. Or you stole yes. it, in which case, uh, you probably it's still fine. know who we whatever. are. Whatever. Whatever. Fine. Don't whatever. post the link publicly, please. You go on that unlisted you, you, YouTube website. Uh, like, uh, again, like, uh, we come back to the fake Rolex <laughs> thing, right? Uh, <laughs> which is. The thing that interests me is not like any attempt at prohibition of anything. It's the number of distinct guys you have to talk to in order to get the thing right. Yeah. So like, if something if something is very legal, you don't have to talk to anybody. You can just go in and get the thing. If it's a bit illegal, you have to talk to like one guy. And if it's more serious than that, that you have to talk to like a guy who knows a guy. I want to pitch yeah. the bonus episodes of this podcast at the you have to talk to one person vibe yes. of this. You gotta talk mm-hmm. to a guy. Um sometimes that about, guy is us. Like yeah. yeah, I was about to say. Well the fact that you're you're talking to one guy to get it means you're probably about the fifth of the way there to getting a um you know, like a Ukrainian nuclear weapon, right? So <laughs> I imagine you have to talk to about five guys to find that one. But you know, like that. What is that's like? A, it's like a Kevin Bacon number, but for Ukrainian nuclear weapons. How many guys <laughs> do you know who know guys who know guys who know guys who can get a Ukrainian nuclear weapon? I uh, yeah. bet for most people, it's between five and seven. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, welcome to the bonus episode. Today we're going to be talking about the cathedral, right? As um, see, see, seen here. Seen here is a cathedral, well, a Duomo, in fact, in Florence. It's Andrew uh, Duomo. I am Andrew, Andrew Duomo. Duomo. <laughs> <laughs> My name... Is Filippo Brunelleschi. <laughs> I live in Ferenz. All right, I'm not doing that anymore. So, <laughs> anyway, so I'm sorry this uh, episode took a little bit long uh, in advance because uh, one of the disadvantages I had is that I have some formal training in this subject, and mm. as a result, you ca- I kept trying to polish it. And then today I remembered, oh, it's a bonus episode. Who cares? Um, so anyway, uh, away we go. All right. Let's start, let's start with the Socratic method. Uh, What is cathedral? Uh, featherless bipeds. Big church. Uh, It's actually Roman, Roman basilica, but with a chair in it. Yeah. Yes. It's in the shape of a cross sometimes. Sometimes. Um, Um, flying buttresses. Flying Uh, buttresses. That's uh, a a choir. It's got yes. a choir in it. It's got a choir. And um, ap- whatever an apse is. Mm-hmm. A nave. Like, here's, What's here's a nave? 
and the, the nave okay. is the, the main aisle thing. The, in main, the, oh, okay. the main. Okay, so I, I'm Jewish. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about like sort of a, a typical cathedral, right? When I say cathedral here for this whole episode, I'm usually speaking, you know, colloquially as like a big church. You know, ecclesiastically speaking, a cathedral is where the bishop sits. Yeah, it could be yep. it could be anything. There's a bunch of tiny cathedrals in Rome, for instance. Yes. It's because if it theologically it's got it's gotta have a cathedra, which is a little uh fucking chair where yes. a bishop sits, which is again fully just like we have adopted the, the forms of authority of the Roman Empire. So it's a curial chair that yes. you know, a, a quaestor or whoever sits in in a basilica. Well, we have that now, but it's just a it's a guy. Do bishops get a special chair? Yes, like gilded yes. and stuff. Okay. Oh yeah. Like a literal we, gilded chair. Of course you get a chair. Oh, I figured, hey, again, Jewish, I'm coming from a place of ignorance. Although I did go on the William C. Anderson uh, memorial speed run of all the European churches one summer. So, <laughs> no, you, right. you, you have, you have uh, a Catholic and uh, a, a Catholic apostate here on this yes. podcast for this. Oh. So. so we have, we have a, a oh, can our you guys hear the cross. fan wine for my computer? No. no. Okay, great. Go on. Yeah, but this is sort of a, a a a Latin cross cathedral, big church. You know, a Latin cross is you know the cross that uh, Jebus was on, right? Okay, so you know you have. Uh, I guess we'll 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 look at the big the the big uh, parts, right? So you know, one and two here. This is the facade, usually the main facade, right? Um, there's secondary facades on the transepts, um, you know, and. Uh, then you have the nave. The nave is the lower part of the cross. That's where all the pews are, right? Or most of the pews, right? The nave has, uh, you know, you got your main aisle, you got your two side aisles, right? Um, then, you know, in the middle, there's the crossing, which uh, sometimes the altar is there, sometimes it's somewhere else. Yeah, it depends uh, whether you uh, whether a you know master mason in the 1400s wanted it to be like bathed in natural light or not. Exactly. Um, then you have the transept, that's the arms of the cross. Sometimes these are longer than this, right? There's uh, more pews there. What about there. the cissept? <laughs> Did you just assume my sept's gender? Wouldn't the cissept be like, if it were like a, a upside down U shape, Mm. It would have two cissets, mm. right? It would have. It would like. It would go in. Yeah, yeah. That's how I think that would work. Mm. I don't think anyone's done that because also, they're Transepts are usually where stuff like vestries are, um, and like if 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 you have a sort of little sort of the various administrative bits that need to be in the actual cathedral. But not like separate from it. Yes. That'd also, sometimes high. smaller little chapels too. So you'll have like oh, little yeah. shrines. Um, yes. Like all these these guys back here are probably like little chapels, and then there are round chapels behind that. Um, you know, behind the crossing is the choir, where the choir sits and they sing. Right um, at the back, we have the apse. That's the round bit. Right, and the apse is the inner bit around that where the aisle curves around is the ambulatory. Right, sometimes you have chapels behind that, sometimes you don't. I don't know what the fuck a ladies' chapel is. I don't know what they're talking about. Um, then, uh, yeah, you have um, 
at the exterior. Um, all right. So anywhere there's like a black figure, this is where there's stone, right? You see the buttresses on the outside. Mm-hmm. All oh, these I should colossus. point out there is there is also a three D here in that like there's usually there's well, there's going to be a bell tower above which we talk about. There's also going to be a crypt. Uh, yes, it's going to be a subterranean aspect to this. That's where um, the dead people live. It's where the dead people live, and yes. like it's a really funny thing in English cathedrals specifically. We'll just fucking stick them in the floor. Like we won't yeah. dig a whole other thing. <laughs> we will just have like a slab on the floor, and there'll be like a dead guy here, and people will That's just be a, walking over it. That's a load bearing dead guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor James. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah, uh, the, these X's everywhere. That shows the uh, the ribs on the vaulting, which we'll talk more about later. Um, Ooh, fornication, yes, groin fornication. Well, oh, yeah, fucking what? <laughs> fornication. <laughs> a, a fornic. Fornix is um uh, is is Latin for arch. Fornication is oh. therefore uh, theoretically at least a way to talk about arches. And a, a groin vault is a kind of like a specific kind of arch pattern. Yes, the the one of the most common, in fact, because it's the it's cross. One it's the, the cross one, right? One of the best ones. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I, okay, I, I, <laughs> all right. no, just move on. Let's move we're on. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna have more dirty words later on. Don't worry. Thanks, all right. Bud. So Appreciate you, know, you. you know, this is sort of structurally speaking, what the church is how to how to read a, a big church plan, right? Uh, ecclesiastically speaking, the cathedral is where the bishop lives, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> um, the bishop runs the diocese. Uh, they're in charge of all the priests in the diocese. You know, they do. It's a hierarchical system, the Catholic Church and most of the other churches, right? Yeah, you call um, a bishop you know, your grace. Uh, yes, you do. Uh, certain fancier bishops then get to become members of the College of Cardinals. Yes. Yes. You get to wear red and you call them your eminence, and they elect the Pope. There's like, Ar- there's like archbishops, too, I think. Uh, would you like a fun... Uh, Side history about why yeah. Philly doesn't have a cardinal anymore, and why uh, is, took- is, is it going to be some spotlight shit? I, I uh, think it was some nonce. I think he was nonce. He was not a nonce. He was just. Are you sure? He, yeah, no. Shapiro <laughs> wasn't a nonce, dude. He was just a horrible garbage human being. Oh, okay. Uh, and he was overseeing a lot of nonceing. Yeah, outspokenly <laughs> homophobic, outspokenly sexist, pretty racist guy. Uh, and because when Pope, uh, uh, when Fran, uh, came into office, he stripped him of his, whatever Cardinal say, mm. and kicked his ass back down to, uh, Archbishop. And then obviously we have Nelson, uh, what's his name? Perez. Uh, so the thought is maybe we'll be a Cardinal city again, but why Philly doesn't have a Cardinal, even though mm. we're one of the largest Catholic cities in the United States is beef. It's because of beef. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the Archbishop of Glasgow, His Grace Philip Tartaglia, also a very homophobic piece of shit, got taken out by COVID-19. Oh, uh, what a shame. I'm yeah. so sorry to hear that. Just ate shit, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't R. think R. that's a cure to COVID. Because mm. I ate a lot, you know, they tell... <laughs> I don't think Glasgow's ever had a cardinal either. Like Westminster usually has a cardinal as like a appeal to like the Anglo Catholics. But right. um All right. Religion in your screwed up country is is fascinating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to be Presbyterian, Alice? Not really. Okay. I found the good one. Eh. 
No, your, your Presbyterians are a lot weirder than our Presbyterians. Yeah, Presbyterians are full boy, yeah. <laughs> they, love to, they love to, like, split with the previous Presbyterian congregation over stuff like putting your washing out on Sundays. They figured or out more, the bad please part see our Protestantism episode. That's right. Yeah. They figured out they figured out how to be leftists, but only the worst part of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a black hammer Presbyterian. Yes. All right. So before we talk about big churches and cathedrals, I figure we talk about older religious structures. Yeah, such it's all as, the same fucking shit. It's of. not quite the same fucking shit. Um no. because uh pagan temples, you know, Roman Greek pagan temples. You don't conduct services inside the temple, right? Mm. You do the ceremony outside the temple in full view of the gods and the sky and all that crap, right? But what's the point of the building? It's the, the building, god's house. Yeah, the god. Yeah, they they live there's there. a big statue there, and there's like priests in there and priestesses and all, all that it kind of crap, like right? Cheating. Yeah, no, no. You do the ceremony outside. Um, do the ceremony outside. You, you didn't. You didn't need to do a whole lot of. Uh, you know, the, the building's much more like a ceremonial building. You don't go inside all that often, right? You mm. don't have like a huge space in there. So, uh, you know, this this is very different from what became the Christian church. Yeah. Also, sometimes you have to have like a lot of shit in there for religious purposes that you don't need to look at, like temples, temples of Jupiter, of Jove, uh, or of Mars. You got to have like a lot of war spoils, a lot of treasure in there. Uh, and you gotta like guard those, but you don't have to like take them out and show them to people. Yeah, exactly. Or you gotta have like uh, you gotta have an oracle who goes and inhales some poison gas out of a volcano, mm -hmm. and then has yeah. visions, right? You know, and, you know that th you don't have to send a whole lot of people in there because you're gonna have one of those confined space problems if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do not attempt to rescue people from the oracle uh, yes. <laughs> without your own self-contained breathing apparatus that you know is raised <laughs> to go in and out. <laughs> so, um, the form of a, a, a Christian church doesn't really start until uh, the Roman Empire, right? Even the Roman Republic, right? Um, so uh, there was this thing called the Basilica, right? Yes. This yep. is what's fascinating to me is that, like, Christianity by and large gets its architecture not from Roman religious buildings, but from Roman civil buildings yeah. and commercial buildings. Yeah. yeah. And, and still to this day, the, the the one true holy apostolic Roman Catholic Church is still, you know, uh, cladding itself in the Roman Empire. Yes. So y y one thing about Rome is they really like their public buildings, right? You oh, know, yeah. they got the baths, they got the forums, they got the public toilets, they got their coliseums. Uh, what hippodromes. 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 Yeah. Um, you know, all, all that good stuff, right? Uh, they had a lot more public buildings than probably we have now. Um, <laughs> per yeah, because like they, they they cared enough about reputation yeah. that part of the curse of hey, Sonoran hey, was. Hey, we keep the we kept the lead pipes. We kept the lead pipes. That's our homage: <laughs> yeah. is lead pipes killing kids. Yeah. <laughs> guys, guys, rich guys now care a lot less about their names being on signs. Well, they, care, yeah, yeah. they care equally about having their names on the sign. I would mm. argue. Because, I mean, also, there was, like, the Abercrombie and Fitch emergency room at one of the California hospitals. Yeah. They want their names on the signs, it's just that they don't give a shit what happens after that. 
Mm. The maintenance of the signs is not important. Yeah, whereas if, if you are like a public figure, and either you or your ancestors have dedicated, you know, say, I don't know, a hippodrome, right? Uh, and it's got your name and it falls in, in into big temples. And that's it falls embarrassing. In, that's terrible, right? You, yeah. you have not only have you have you fucked up in your your filial duty, uh, which is deeply important to you as a Roman dude, but you have also like betrayed the trust of the people in the Senate of Rome. Yeah, uh, the problem so is that, that people shit. don't feel shame anymore. Mm. <laughs> you like, and I know I sound. I'm going, I sound, you know, pretty, pretty conservative there, but like, not about your bodies or whatever, but like, when you fuck up in front of other people, you should be embarrassed. Yes. <laughs> like, you should feel shame. I can't I, believe I have to say those words. I'm just now imagining uh, a Roman emperor who's lazy, just putting his name on one of those adopt the highway signs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 uh, what are the Roman highways called? Uh, have stratas. Just, call, just call them roads. Yeah, like, strata. Yeah. This strata brought to you by Augustine, the tiny little liberals. <laughs> yeah, well, specifically yeah. Ves- Vespasian was the guy who was like absolutely uh, horrifically tight with money, and it was like it was a regular joke amongst Romans at that time that like the emperor is famed for his generosity because there would be you know temples and stuff that like as the Pontifex Maximus or whatever he would have like a, a, a sort of a constitutional requirement to, to upkeep, and he would just be like, "No, nah, I can't afford it. Don't want it." <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Uh, the Roman Basilica is sort of a large, multi-purpose building. It's a strip mall. It's a strip mall. Large open space in the middle. Yeah, which is sort of used for everything that can't be done in the other Roman buildings. You know, you do your business there that you can't do in the public uh, toilets. Um, <laughs> what? You poop? Yeah. Well, no. You're doing your other business. Yeah. You you have your banks there because a bank yeah, at this yeah, point yeah. is a store with a bunch of lockboxes and a big Syrian dude. Oh, I poop. Okay. Got it. Roll time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you use this for, it's for commerce and trades for a meeting place, right? Uh, sometimes it's sort of, you know, they do, they, they do trials in there sometimes, you know, uh, you'll have addresses and audiences with Roman officials. You have some miscellaneous government crap in there. Uh, you know, it's sort of like a big state owned department store, right? Hmm. Um, you know, so this is this this one in particular. We're looking at the Basilica of Pompeii, um, which back in the day it would have had a roof on it. Um, this thing happened in seventy seven A.D. Really fucked the place up. Yeah, these are mostly like big mm-hmm. brick buildings with a lot of arches in them, which mm-hmm. is unusual for what we think of as mm-hmm. Roman architecture. Even though Romans fucking loved arches. Uh, when they're not blown up by volcanoes, they hold up quite well. I think Tria Cathedral is like mostly still built on one of these. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to that in a second. Oh boy! Um, so I keep um, jumping the gun on these slides just from like personal <laughs> knowledge. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. I it's funny. I I I said this as an aside before, and I've said this to Roz that like a lot of times I feel like I don't contribute very much to these bonus episodes, and that's because Roz, uh, I'm just like listening to you two talk. I'm just like learning so much, and then I'll jump in with like, they take a shit in the bank, and like nobody needs to hear that. You you haven't taken a shit in the bank, yo. In a rich man's house, there's nowhere to shit but his face. (laughs) Um. So in the meantime, 
uh, we have this thing called Christianity happen, right? Boo! Boo! <laughs> first uh, piece of DLC for monotheism. Yeah, yeah this is this is yeah, this the first, is the, the first uh, DLC. Well, not really though, because by that point there were like my favorite thing is that there are before we got wiped out by you people, there were a bunch <laughs> of like Jewish factions all arguing about how to like suck at worshiping God the most. <laughs> Early Judaism, like Second Temple of Judaism being an apocalyptic death cult is pretty interesting. Mm. Uh, but that's a story for another time. That's for the Judaism episode. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, we get the Herod's Temple bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So early Christianity, you know, they're still being persecuted by the Roman Empire. So they can't really build big houses of worship, right? So what do you do instead? You have a, you have a house church, right? Um, it's some guy's house and you dedicate two or three rooms to worship and you go do the worshiping stuff in there. Otherwise we'd probably hold Christian masses, uh, and services outdoors, but for this, right. Um, right. So, you know, sometimes you have a very small purpose built structure, but it's like clandestine. It's like a church speakeasy, right. Um, <laughs> what's the password is the thing uh, comes uh, out. Jesus. <laughs> all right he's cool <laughs> to get passed down before i come into the church yeah. make sure i'm not wearing a wire <laughs> so this is uh this is the ruins of uh one of the earliest house churches you can see it's just a couple small rooms in dura europus in syria right hard um, europe yeah so it was uh it was excavated in the 1930s and sometime in the past two years, it's presumed to have been blown up by ISIS. God fucking damn it, dude. I know. Yeah, yeah I don't like those fucking guys. ridiculous. No. <laughs> they suck ass. They really fucking suck. I don't like ISIS. Controversial <laughs> really brave, opinion. Really brave statement there. <laughs> ISIS sucks ass. Please do not behead us on the internet. <laughs> um, some of the first, like, purpose-built churches are in the first Christian kingdom, which is Armenia, known to Liam as Albania. Stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. I love you, Joe. Thank you for calling me an absolute unit the other day with that Dallas, Dallas Cowboys fan of all fucking people. I love that a Cowboys fan and an Aggies fan called me a cuck. Like, look at a fucking mirror, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Someone, someone quote tweeted you this morning also and, and said you're ugly. Who um, said that? Who said I, that? I didn't see I, that tweet. Some, oh, you got to check the podcast uh, re, uh, Twitter. Oh, no, because I think they then blocked me. Oh, hilarious. Okay, I'm going to go look oh. right now. You, you that, 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 that woman who uh, was, oh, like was faves tr- her own tweets. Faves yeah. her own tweets. Like, yeah, so, disgusting. So, Someone recommended your podcast to me, and it was garbage, which is a very funny sentence to me. I was about to say, yeah. Someone DM'd me, I will keep them anonymous, that uh, they're renationalizing the trains in the UK, apparently. Yeah, but it's going to be some fucked, like, financially they couldn't not, but they're going to redo it as some kind of, like, fucked nationalism thing. So instead of calling it British Rail, right, which would be the normal thing for the nationalized rail system of Britain, they're going to call it Great British Railways. Like, it's a fucking uh, TV show with Michael Portillo. Is that like how they call our liquor stores fine wine and good spirits? Yeah, kind yeah. of. 
All right. Uh, so Armenia adopted Christianity sometime shortly prior to the Edict of Milan, which was when the Roman Empire started tolerating Christianity. You know, so sometime between 301 AD and 314 AD. So some of the oldest intact uh, cathedrals are there. This is one. This is Exmiadzin Cathedral. Oh, boy. Rumored to have been started in 301 AD, right? And this is in a town called Vagharshapat. <laughs> Vagharshapat. It's near Yerevan. Okay. I think I know how to pronounce that one at least. Um, <laughs> so I think this has been added on to a few times since 301 AD. I don't know very much about Armenian architecture. Yeah, it's got a little than, bit of a sort of McMansion hell thing going on here. I, I like it. I, I like this one a lot, actually. Um, these these pointed arches seem a little ahead of their time, though. Mm. Um those tweets are 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 kind of hurtful. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> Bo- really, bonus bonus uh, episode seventy. <laughs> Liam gets his feelings hurt. Yeah, I don't really mind. The, I mind the ones about Corinne, obviously far more than I whine about the ones about myself. So now, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Now, no, now, that, you're, now you're in a fight with somebody. You're gonna get yeah. in a, a, a physical fight with somebody. So, all right. The Armenians are trailblazers, but despite this, the main heritage of the Christian church comes from one building, which is Constantine's Basilica Stole in Trier. The thunder of this already. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is this is Constantine. Yeah, uh, big he was, dude. He, he was an actual guy, not not like a, a head, right? <laughs> um, had what I believe is still the largest known Roman statue constructed of himself, which kind of tells you something. Right. Yeah, um, he's a, he was a, he was a, he, he was a uh, he, he was a Roman emperor. So yeah, <laughs> so Constantine was the son of Flavius Constantius, right? Who was part of the Tetrarchy, right? That was uh, that was when Rome was split into four parts, right? And Constantius's part was Gaul and Brittany. Um, so when Diocletian abdicates the emperorship, right? Should have reread these notes because I'm like thinking now I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this makes sense to me so far. Constantine winds up in charge of Gaul, Brittany, and Hispania, right? So that's sort of France. Uh, the UK and Spain. And one of his first projects is improving the capital of his district, right? Which was Trier. Um, and one of the public works he built was his big ass palace and adjacent big ass basilica, right? Which is sort of just a throne room for him, right? Mm. Um, so you see, it's got an apse, it has a nave. Constantine sits in a chair in the apse. And he addresses people, right? Yeah, he just tells them what to do. Tells them what ma- to ma- do. Make make giant statues of me. Here's here's your grievances. Ma- uh, make it look like my hair has like a hemline. Yes. Uh, I wonder how long these Roman emperors spent on their hair each day. Well, you got a cloth, bro. They would have had a slave do it, but like, yeah, yeah. So 
All right. This is finished in 310 AD. Um, now, Constantine does a whole bunch of stuff, right? And in doing yeah. a whole bunch of stuff, he becomes emperor of Rome proper, right? Yeah, um, he, he makes war against the fucking Tetrarchy, and yeah. Yes. I, I wrote a whole bunch of notes here uh, detailing it, and then I was like, that's too much information, and deleted it. He becomes Roman emperor. Uh, and along the way, after a long period of persecuting Christians and stuff... I have responded to the tweet. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> boy. Oh, it's hostile, baby. Oh, boy. Yeah, and it's on the podcast account, but I didn't, I didn't say anything too cruel. <laughs> Uh, after a long period of persecuting Christians and stuff, Constantine decides, well, actually, Christianity is fine, right? Mm. He also invents the um, the Cairo, the big PX thing. Yes. Uh, he was supposedly he was directed in a dream to to overcome the forces of one of the one of the Tetrarchs, Maxentius, by just just put a big PX on all of your shields and. Does that wins also gives us the phrase in hoc signo wincase uh, in this sign uh, I conquer. Ah, there you go. I uh, conquer. Thou conquer. Follow your dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, exactly. Whatever fucked up shit you do in your dreams, just do that the next day. Yeah, and that's that's why uh, churches have have a have a peer X sign in them is because yes. of this this one guy had a dream. So you know. And uh, so, and then later, Constantine, of course, converts to Christianity. And after a long period of being persecuted by Romans and stuff, the Catholic Church decides, well, actually, Rome is fine, right? And uh, slowly, you know, the, the the Christian Church and the Roman state become sort of one entity, right? Um, yeah, now, there's a fascinating sort of merging of bureaucracies. Yes, and as part of this. I mean, even sort of a development of bureaucracy because the Christian church hadn't been so bureaucratized yet. I mean, there were mm. still... <laughs> that they of... discovered the gloriousness of many layers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there's still a lot of wackos uh, pre uh, preaching all kinds of Gnostic bullshit. I think you know, we need to have um, between four and six councils about this. Exactly. But as part of, you know, the sudden legitimacy of Christianity arises the problem of how to build appropriately scaled churches, right? Yeah, because um, prior to this, they've just been taking over vacant Roman buildings where they can get them, which includes, like, baths, uh, yes. you know, fucking basilicas, water basilicas. systems, um, yeah. just a anything, you name it, anything you can cram a lot of people into. And Constantine realizes there's a solution. What if we just make all the churches look like my big stupid basilica? And just replace the throne with an altar. Was not a guy given to like small ideas. Constantly. I was about to say, yeah, he, he's uh, he's, big, he's baby. pretty good at his job. All things considered, <laughs> bigger, darling. <laughs> so yeah, that's this is this is where this is where the cathedral form begins. Um, and a lot of these early, early, uh. Early like basilicas, right? Um, not a lot of them survive, of course. Uh, you know, the the best examples like old St. Peter's, they were demolished, or some of them were renovated in later years, so they were completely unrecognizable as early basilicas. Um, you know, a famous one, of course, being the uh major papal, patriarchal, and Roman archbasilica cathedral 
of the Most Holy Savior and Saints John the Baptist and the Evangelist in Lateran, mother and head of all churches in Rome and in the world, um, also known as Saint John Lateran. It's Saint John um, the Lateran, which is the Pope's that's church. Too many. That's too many it, words. It's the po- it's the Pope's church. It's Bishop of Rome. That's where his uh, his his Roman cathedra is. Yeah, and that was uh, that was put up basically a couple weeks after Constantine took Rome. Um, they put that one up real quick, and it's still there. But they did a Baroque <laughs> renovation sometime in like the 1600s. So you know, you walk in, it looks like this beautiful Baroque church, and that um. A Roman basilica, right? Mm. Um, that pretty early on, these basilicas, you know, as, as they need more space, they gain aisles. Um, they gain what's called a clear story. You see this upper row of windows. That's a clear story. Someone, someone in the comments of an, a podcast a couple months ago <laughs> tried to. We've tried all got to, our uh, own wars to fight. Yeah, <laughs> clerestory, clerestory. Tried, tried to tell me, no, it's uh the, the word clear story comes, I, I said, you know, clear story comes from, you know, it's a clear story, right? There's, there's, there's no floor there. So the, the light from the upper. So it comes does down what it says lower, on the tin, basically. Right? And they said, no, clear story comes from a word from the church, which is clear story. And I was like, <laughs> well, what, where, where, do you where, think does, that comes where from? does that come from? Right. Oh, it's a clear story. It's not a <laughs> clerestory. It is a clear story. <laughs> So, I just learned something horrifying about St. John Lateran while I was checking that I hadn't off. fucked up that it was in fact the, 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 you know, the Roman cathedral, which is that uh, the, by, by virtue of their office, this having been worked out by, with Henry IV, uh, the head of state of France is the first and only honorary canon of the Archbasilica. So Emmanuel yes. Macron <laughs> is the canon of St. John the Lateran. What? <laughs> Uh, what's the range on that cannon? <laughs> yeah, I have to. I have to go to uh, the city of Rome to go sweep the fucking aisles because d- yeah. due to a thing that like a king did in the 15th century, I am now like every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm now a verger as well as the as well as the president of France. Everything about Rome is incredibly fucked up. I, I enjoy that place a lot. Um, <laughs> So, first, first live show in Rome. In Rome, oh, that'd oh, be fun. God, oh, visa controls. Mm. <laughs> so, well, the yeah, EU the- is welcoming back visitors. Mm. I'm fired up from hate tweeting. Hundred uh, <laughs> percent back. I, I do, I do like the idea. Uh, I was talking to Karen about this about like live shows, and she's like, "Oh, we could take a vacation." And I'm like, "Yes, to beautiful, romantic Glasgow, Scotland. That's to, right. To see. Oh, uh, <laughs> apparently, also you have to come here." Because two yeah, of us I live know. here, and one of you lives there. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Occam's Razor. Plus, like uh, Glasgow, I don't know. It's got a lot of. Uh, if you like the experience of walking along broken glass and I like do. having that crunch, I live oh. in Philly, man. I was about to Twin say, cities. Yeah, the, Twin we, cities. We have a, we have a lot of. I was riding my bike yesterday with my friend June. We were shout riding, out to June. Uh, it was absolute June, babe. Uh, and we were riding along the Twenty Second Street bike lane. Oh, did you get thumbtacked? Yeah, we got thumbtacked. Both of you got thumbtacked. No, just June got thumbtacked. Oh, I have good tires. Evasive maneuvers. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't realize we got thumbtacked until the next day. Or excuse me, until later. Until we got to the turnaround point uh, uh, 10 miles from home. <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, yeah, come, come to Philly. Get, get your bike thumbtacked. Because mm-hmm. we live in a city full of psychos. 
<laughs> All right. So anyway, um, okay. So th- this is an example of an early Roman basilica church. This is Santa Sabina. Yep, Mother Church of the Dominicans. Oh yeah, there's a nice orange grove right next to it. There's some really nice views of the Vatican from there. Um, also, you can get a beer and just sort of drink it in the orange tree grove. It's great. Um, oh, you may, you may notice that this vibe, wildly foreign to everything the Dominicans have done in history. But <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. No fun allowed. <laughs> <laughs> no fun zone. Oh, I, uh, who's the other one I have beef with? Oh, the Augustinians. Uh, I, kind of, I kind of I like the Dominicans. Many, many uh, um, <laughs> Christian. Christian orders. Well, the Augustinians yeah. founded Villanova. They won't shut up about it. So you know, <laughs> I, I, I kind of like the Dominicans. I kind of appreciate a, an absolute lack of moral flexibility at any time. You gotta sort of admire it, right? Like you gotta admire just this dedication to being like God hates fun. It's actually more miserable in heaven than it is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have the Franciscans out here trying to be Jedi, who are just like, yeah, no, I, I let birds land on me. I'm totally at peace with myself. I have a, like a sense of humor, and I think God has a sense of humor too. And the Dominicans are like, no fun, Nine. no fun. Nine. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Back in your box. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your classic basilica. You got two stone walls hold up by columns, which are hold have arches on them. Most of these columns were probably repurposed from Roman pagan buildings, right? Um, you know, the roof is a flat, uh, there's a flat ceiling, there's a timber-framed sloped roof on top, right? Um, and this, uh, these basilicas are sort of typical of what you might characterize as a sort of long, slow decline in Roman construction practices, right? Um, mm. Roman buildings got less complex over time. Really, starting from Constantine, uh, you know, you don't have imperial a huge... decline and fall. The yeah. logistics starts to break down. You can't get the brick anymore. Uh, well, your arch guy has thing. been robbed. Yeah, yeah. Your, arch, your arch guy, you can't get your your, your, your guy. arch guy's cart has been thumbtacked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you, you don't have much concrete in these. You don't have really domes. I mean, there's a half dome here in the back. Um, you know, and that sort of decline in. I propositioning a girl uh, on Tinder for half dome. <laughs> thank yeah. half, half thank dome you. Half dome got me acting unwise. <laughs> yeah, thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> um, you know, so this is this is uh, your basilica. Your early Christian basilica is a lot less complex than earlier Roman buildings. Is my point. Um, and so this, uh, you know, it sort of continued like this. Now there was a there was one particular church. Um, the Constantine Church of the Holy Apostles in Constantinople. Jesus Christ, man. Brevity at some point would be welcome. <laughs> Where they, they needed some extra seating, so they added transepts, right, uh, around the altar. And then someone was like, hey, that kind of looks like a cross. Um, you, 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 got, you got to call it the whole thing. You got to call it the Constantine Church of the Holy Apostles, because if you don't, you're going to get it mixed up with the Constantine Church of the Holy Sepulchre. That's too yes. many. <laughs> So, uh, you know, and, and, and some of these, some of these uh, churches wound up with towers um, that becomes more prominent later on. Now, the Constantine Church of the Holy Apostles, of course, the first church with transepts. Um, after the fall of Constantinople, it briefly became Istanbul's main church. But then it was falling apart. 
um, so badly that the uh, the bishop of uh, I guess Istanbul at that point was like, I'm moving somewhere else. And uh, the, I'm uh, taking my ball and I'm going home. Yeah, and and it was demolished and was uh, replaced by the uh, Fatih Mosque. L, Mr. Bob. <laughs> Just gonna, yeah. What? Yeah. Stay, uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, um, hey, hey Roz, Roz, Roz. Yeah. Guess what, Roz? Roz. Hey, remember when you wanted to go here but didn't, and I did? Yes. I've been here. <laughs> Roz has not. Then I took a picture at the Istanbul train station to taunt him. Yes. So first it's first it's a church, then it's a mosque. I think I think it's gonna be very funny if I just go to Istanbul and then people are like, uh, have you been to a mosque yet? And the, the first mosque that I go to is is, is the, the big one. Is the, big is the Hagia Sophia or, or the Fatih Mosque? Yeah. How do you say Hagia Sophia? Yeah, the Hagia Sophia. Hagia Sophia, yeah. Is that really how you... That's oh, really how you say the Hagia Sophia, dude, yeah. The- oh, boy, I'm embarrassed. You know that joke of Sabian syndrome, where you only read words and never hear them? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And then maybe you call Armenia Albania. I think it's unfair for you to call that the joke of Sabian syndrome, <laughs> given yeah. that he's the victim of it. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Hey, they named it Lou Gehrig's disease. All right. So, Rome was partitioned into two parts the Western Empire and the Eastern Empire in 395 AD because it was really big and difficult to manage yeah. and the a Eastern people, Empire had all the good stuff in it. A so lot of people, who like British historians, start writing about the decline and fall of the Roman Empire when they're talking about the Western Roman Empire right. because it is inconvenient to them to ignore that the Eastern Roman Empire, which is a bunch of dudes who have emperors and who call themselves Romans, are just hanging out in the new Rome, Constantinople, for mm. the next give it a thousand years. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, it just keeps chugging along, right? Um, you know, you're 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 in the West, uh the you know, Western Empire is like pretty much kaput by four seventy six. Uh, you know, their political system changed, infrastructures, you know, Failed, not maintained, right? Uh, you know, the, the world gets more disorganized. There's some fun know. climate change. Yes. Uh, it, yeah, and and then you get all of the like cool paintings of like the sack of Rome, where the vandals just come in and just like destroy everything. Yeah. So in that in that side of the Roman Empire, you know, especially with the population declines associated with it, there's not a huge need to build a lot of big cool buildings anymore especially since there's so many uh, busted up big buildings left over from the Roman Empire. Um, yeah, you guys are living in some ruins. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, 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 you know, the old term for this is, of course, the Dark Ages. Right? Refers to a paucity of sources yes. rather than a process of intellectual decline. Yeah, I don't want to make Dr. Eleanor Yanga mad at us. Um, <laughs> Please come on our podcast still. Yeah. 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 So, you know, but uh, the Western Roman Empire, there's sort of a, a decline. In the Eastern Roman Empire, things are still chugging along. So here's the Hagia Sophia, built as a Christian church in Constantinople, now Istanbul. This was a, a, a typical Roman building, right? And what makes it a typical Roman building? Is that we usually associate like big, huge, monumental churches as things that take hundreds of years. Um, this was the largest church in Christendom for over one thousand years, 
And for Romans, this church did take unusually long to build. Uh, it took six years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, build it fast. And Time is it, money. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. That is right. They the 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 Romans big thing was they built everything real fucking fast, right? <laughs> Easy to do with slave labor, Roz. Mm. Not, not all of it was like. Well, I, I suppose mean, the Empire State Building wasn't built with slave labor. So what am I talking about? Yeah, you know, they built say, that in not, twelve months. What happened to America? <laughs> it's a combination of slave labor and like technology. Don't don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it was. It's not all slave labor, and it's not slavery as we think of slavery now. Mm. You know, slavery is like kind of relative in Rome. Different levels of slavery. <laughs> yeah. But when you're trying to get like skilled, you know, masons and stuff like that, you know, you're not looking at slaves. You're talking more on a sort of a corvée thing, like yeah. the emperor says you have to work here. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that offhand. I might be completely wrong. I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm well, pretty you, sure you don't come to this podcast for being correct about anything. Real. You come to this yeah. podcast for us and our relationship and your parasocial relationship with us. Thanks this for the money. True. Thank you. Yeah. All right, so, you know, I, I, I thought we'd jump ahead a little bit and look at the medieval cathedral as, like, what it, what it sort of functioned as. Uh, mm. I didn't think we were going to jump ahead. I think this slide is just in the wrong place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of an introduction to, like, how medieval cathedrals were built, because maybe I should have gone through, like, Aachen or something like that, and... um. The, the, Basically, the, uh, uh, you start with an arch, and that arch gets pointier, and you add more stuff to the pointy arch, and then you keep doing that until you have fucking a big wedding cake building. Well, the way you want to sort of think about this is um, we, we should compare it to the modern American system of welfare, right? Hmm. Um, okay, so we have a welfare system in the United States made of several parties, the largest of which is the Department of Defense, right? They distribute welfare payments paid for by tax dollars to various corporations like Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, Boeing, Raytheon, so on and so forth, who take a cut and then distribute the payments to their employees across the country, right? As a side effect, they supply the Department of Defense with weapons, um, but this is not the main purpose, right? Um, <laughs> so the medieval church sort of works the same way, right? But instead of weapon systems, the contractors delivered cathedrals. Mm. You know, so everyone ties to the church. The church One fifth of your income. Yeah. The church takes a Damn, big that's chunk. Impressive. But oh, yeah, it's a, it's a flat tax, too. Yeah. Oh, we're the flat, we're the flat tax nerds on oh, this yeah. one. Yeah, 25, 25, 25. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, 20, 20, 20. You know, everyone's tied in the church. The church takes a good chunk. But, you know, uh, you may decide at some point, we got a whole bunch of money, let's try and build a cathedral, right? Yeah, um, and this is, this is useful for internal politics because it's the kind of thing that makes your, uh, your bishopric more important than somebody else's bishopric. Yes. The kind know, of thing that might get you promoted <laughs> to archbishop or cardinal. Yeah, and it sort of it keeps, your, it keeps your people occupied, right? Yeah, also brings employed. in money, especially if yes. people are willing to like do pilgrimage to it, and then you can sell them shit. Yeah, so, indulgences you know, being the main one, but a bunch of other stuff too. 
And you had a you had a potential problem in the future when you finish the church, but that's two generations from now problem because these things got built really slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh crap! Uh, the last guy who delivered a church really promptly in the former Western Roman Empire was like Charlemagne, I think. Big Charlie. Um, yeah, Big Charlie. Um, you know, but you had some problems with building these churches very slowly over a long period of time. Um, number one was the plans, right? You drew up the plans on parchment, which was rare and expensive. That meant there was only one set of drawings usually. <laughs> cool. Okay. Which you have to share among like a crew of hundreds of people. Um, you know, there, there, sometimes there's like a model of the finished building. That's like all you're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, you have highly skilled builders, but they're also illiterate, right? So you can't yeah. convey so any of your changed. Get <laughs> 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 a real um, contractor's signature on these plans. Yeah. Uh, materials. This is interesting. I didn't realize this until I was researching. A lot of cathedrals were built with materials that were actually quarried far away, um, not, not from local materials. They had to br- be brought in by horse and cart or shipped. You know, ideally, yeah. you would bring them in on a boat. It's it's um, it's a flex, but also it's a way of making the building visually distinct because, like, you don't really paint a lot of stuff. The way that you make it a different color from every other stone building in the city is to make it out of a different stone. Yeah, and then uh, for your roof, yeah, usually had to bring in a lot of big dumb timbers. Those are from Scandinavia. Right? Hell yeah. Um, a lot of times you would run out of money and you had to wait, you know, to build the next section. Um, you know, you have a short supply of labor if you're in a small town, right? Um, you know, your tech isn't super great. Obviously, your tools break a lot. The I'm still crane... thinking about about labor because, like, you got a lower population. Yeah, uh, more more people are fucking like dying, uh, uh, like in infancy or in childbirth, and also you're killing people all the time. Oh yeah, As all kinds of people are being killed in all kinds of. Uh, you're falling well, off not, the not side a, of this. Yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, not so much exotic ways. It's mostly fall hazards. Um, you, you're getting crushed by a cornice or whatever. I don't know what the safety briefing was like before you went up on the side <laughs> of the cathedral. Yeah, so three Hail Marys, one yeah. our father, um, yeah. and you know, hope that you don't have too much shit we'll in do your a shoes. International. Yeah, yeah. So you know your 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 tools break. You have very primitive scaffoldings, right? Um, you know you can't. It's not Minecraft. You can't bring a bunch of stone up to the top of the church in your pocket. You need like the the crane with the guy in the hamster wheel, who uh you know raises stuff up. Um, you know some people think that's a horse, uh, but you'd have to haul the horse up there somehow. Yeah, it's a guy. It's just so a it's big a guy. guy. It's just a guy in the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> And um, he, he doesn't run fast enough, then. He, he, the crane, and the stone are going over the side of the fucking cathedral. And as much as there's incredible advances of stone, in stonework in the medieval period, right, um, your architects and your master builders who went around to travel and study completed cathedrals are sort of working on colloquial knowledge, right? There's not like, they don't have math to back up any of the stonework, right? We actually, we actually consult a goat sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, Colloquial exactly. secret knowledge. All of these guys are forming oh, yeah. like guilds, forming right? guilds. Yeah. yeah, forming yeah. guilds where they like hang out and, and trade 
sort of certain sort of initiatory rituals of how to make Arch stay up. And it's them and the yes. Jews. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, oh. seldom do two men of the same trade meet, other oh. than to concoct a conspiracy against the public. And so, the, these like uh, same with podcasters. So these yes. uh, these stonemasons are just like, yeah, no. In order to learn how to make an archer that stays up, you have to like put on this cool robe and like do some chanting with us. I just want to while we're talking dope. about podcasters that. meeting, uh, I want to thank each and every one of you, even if you aren't a Patreon. Uh, those of you who are being incredibly cruel to people who insulted me on Twitter. That's all we just, want from just you. Want to yeah, give that's, you. That's what that's we want. Yeah. Special shout out. That's our uh, corvée, right? Is it, it, even if you can't uh, financially support us, if you can support us by bullying our enemies, it's harassment. It, it harassment. feels really good to like go to a tweet and be like, "All right, I'm, I'm gonna go like listen to Rod. I'm gonna go do this. I'm not gonna worry about that. But check on my girlfriend. No worries. Like, hopefully she's okay." And hmm. then, like, you come back to, like, 15 tweets being, like, why are you tweeting about people being ugly? Look at you. Look at your face. Look at your face. Just, it's okay. <laughs> it's called We Do a Little Trolling. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. so thank you, followers. Uh, love y'all. The net result of all this is that there's a lot of, you know, very beautiful cathedrals out there, but there's a lot of cathedrals where you can see that they fuck shit up. <laughs> Um, there's also a lot of cathedrals where you you can't see that they fucked shit up because it falls over because they fell over. Yeah, yeah Here's the a most couple. the most common thing is the roof falls in, right, and it kills yes. a bunch of people. Um, so here is Selby Abbey. You can see that the stonework settled severely um, while it was under construction. <laughs> this is not a good profile for an arch. Right? Oh, it's trying its best. Uh, here is an example from Canterbury Cathedral. They um. They started this arch too aggressively, and then <laughs> they had to sort of correct for that. Um, <laughs> um, you notice that also this this column is lower than the other column. Yeah. Um, Wells Cathedral is a fun one. Um, the walls were overstressed when they built it, and they realized this thing is going to fall down if we don't do something. So the architect decided the way to handle this is rather than have a clear nave here, he was going to add a large, unhappy owl. <laughs> right? I, I really like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. Um, so, um, you know, and that's, that's to say nothing of the ones that just, yeah, collapsed while under construction or after they were finished. Yeah, you, you say mass in a storm and, uh, like lightning strikes and like one of the towers collapses yeah. or the whole roof just comes in kills everybody yeah, the famous uh famously lincoln cathedral was the tallest building in the world from 1311 to 1548 great town if you've never been by the way mm. it was uh it was the first building to exceed the height of the pyramids it was the tallest building ever constructed until 1899 or excuse me 1889 when they finished the eiffel tower it's 520 feet tall from this one spire, which you may notice is not there anymore, because it fell over. Fell over, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little bit too tall. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you got over ambitious. Um, this is the big uh, cathedral in Siena, in Italy, right? Okay, so it's a normal, normal cathedral. Uh, you know, it's got an apse, it's got a transept, it's got Don't a really nave. like it, yeah. but yeah. I, I, I've been here, I liked it a lot, actually. 
Um, and they, they decided, well, we're so prosperous. Now that we built our first church, what we're going to do is we're going to make it bigger, right? Mm. We're going to make it much bigger. They were going to take their entire church and they were going to make that church the transept of the new church. Oh. Yeah. So what they did is they built one aisle and the, the wall for the facade, but not the facade itself. And they ran out of money. Listen, you got to pay your condo Sherry. It's more yeah. important to shit pay your mercenaries, your company of English mercenaries, yes. uh, f- fucking Holbert's Baz, to not uh, destroy your city than it is to finish your cathedral. Yeah, this is a good point. Yeah, because if you if you finish the cathedral and you get destroyed, then you don't have a cathedral, right? That's right. You 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 got to pay the Baz company. Uh, and and Siena remained bankrupt. Uh, to this day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it is, I mean, they, they make a bunch of money off of tourism now, but, you know, that didn't happen until recently. Um, it's one of the reasons why it's so well preserved, you know, it's an uh, economically depressed uh, Italian village. Uh, no one builds anything. No one tears anything down. Um, <laughs> so, all right. But during like the uh, immediate post-Roman period into, you know, really into like the 1000s, 1200s, we see some major advances in stonework. And this was by doing away with rules about Roman architecture, right? Um, You know, the uh, Roman architecture is very formalized. There's this sort of specific formal vocabulary. Okay, this is how a column is built. This is how a cornice is built. Yeah, this that's, that's how- partly why they're able to build so quickly. It's because it essentially comes out of a catalog, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, sort of, um, because all these things were built in different proportions based on how tall you needed something to be. But it is also, I guess, why you could probably swap out columns fairly easily when you built the new thing. But they the definitely built, built stuff to central plans, because like a lot of Roman frontier towns that have survived have basically just been like, yeah, no, you just order this out of a thing from Rome, and they ship yeah. you exactly how much uh, stone and wood th- they know that you need to go, build go it. To the, uh, go to the Sears... Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, Sears yeah. catalog for arches. Yeah, yeah the, the Sears Ma- Mail order buildings, not, <laughs> not a Sears phenomenon, a Roman Empire phenomenon. Yes. Um, so once the Empire was gone, uh, we start to see something develop that we now call Romanesque architecture, right? Pointy, it, make it pointy. Take no, that's gothic. That comes later. Wow. Romanesque still has round arches mostly. Um, this sort of takes the rules from the Roman Empire and throws them out the window. You know, so we can suddenly start saying um, columns can be any size, any proportion. Yeah, weird archways compared to a Roman archway. You know, you can see we have our arch with several arches in it. And it's, you know, you got this, this pointy bit on top. Here we have some arches that are interlaced. You could do all kinds of wacky stuff. You could do anything you fucking wanted mm-hmm. now. Who cares? The rules are gone. There's no more right? rules. It's There's like no the first couple weeks of COVID, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the empire is gone. Fuck them. Disrespect your surroundings. Just yeah, drinking, yeah. drinking shit all the trolley, drinking shit everywhere. Oh, mm-hmm. it felt so good. I mean, the death was bad. Yeah, well, you know, they had that back then, too. Mm-hmm. Um, drinking, drinking while con- constructing the cathedral. Um, you know, so yeah, you had, uh, you know, a lot of your early Romanesque architecture was sort of a continuation of basilica-style churches, but 
stone vault thing starts to come back in about the 900s, right? Um, so we have to talk about vaulting. Oh, boy. So, are you sick of looking at those big wooden timbers? Do you want some more stability in your structure? Have you considered vaulting it? Mm. Mm. So, Have you vault- considered building some stone arches inside yeah. your stone arches? Yes. So there's lots of kinds of vaulting. Vaulting is basically just a, a, an arched stone roof, right? Uh, your, your, theoretically, your easiest one is the barrel vault, right? Which is just an arch that continues, right? Um, the barrel vault is the easiest one to construct, theoretically. Uh, the problem is it has a lot of thrust, right? There's forces that go both ways out, and that means you need big, big buttresses, right? Um, and it means you need a lot more material than other kinds of vaulting, which is why we also have the groin vault, right? <laughs> mm. Mm, finally. Yes. The most erotic, well, there's your problem yet. You thought the Eagles episode was going to get you hot and bothered. <laughs> so also, uh, shout out to the person who called me ugly because they suck a troll like mm. you get you, you. Oh, oh, this is so sad. She's she's trying to be coy and funny, but she's really bad at it. Yeah. So the no wait no no that one great yeah. Damn it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So the grind vault is when you have two barrel vaults intersecting each other, right? So you can see, like you can see, there's sort of a X shaped ridge, right? What this does is it concentrates all the weight from these two intersecting vaults into the columns on each four corners, right? Uh, and, and that means that the force is much more vertical than it is horizontal, right? Um, you know, so you need less buttressing and you use less material, right? This is a, a, a brilliant innovation, right? Uh, now, w- the Romans had these um, and they used them for like large public baths and stuff. Mm. What they didn't realize, they had a hard time putting them up though. Because they didn't realize there was uh, one weird trick to make them really easy to build. And that was ribs, right? Yeah, ribs for her pleasure. Brisket. Ribbed, yeah, ribbed Do for her pleasure. Brisket? Um, Did you make me some brisket? No, I, <laughs> uh, you're thinking about the rib witch. No, I'm thinking about you You're making about me the food. McRib. Make oh, me okay. food. Yeah. You make Liam yeah. food oh, now. Make rib. Yeah. I, I kind make... of want a McRib. Mm. Oh, do they have McRibs over there? No, well, not anymore. Oh, mm. also, are they halal? Uh, I don't. I don't bother. I, with I, you. I, 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 I don't, don't know what you yeah, do. I, I, I choose to not answer that question. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter, yeah. right? Like, uh, mm. I will be dead in the ground before they take my bacon cheeseburger uh, boy <laughs> for me. Uh, I, I. Uh, Carry on. I sorry about telling you know what I'm not sorry. So there's, there I'm was not a lot sorry. of there's a bunch of Roman public buildings that had uh groin vaults, right? But the Romans found them difficult to construct because they required a lot of centering, right? You had mm. to build a big temporary wooden structure in the shape of the groin vault and then lay the stones on top of it, right? Yeah, uh, it's they, like you know, it's like casting. You have to make a negative of the arch and then you build the arch over that and then you take the negative thing, the negative space out and you have an arch and yeah, it stays and, up. And that was expensive, it was difficult. Um and then not that difficult apparently because again, they put these buildings up in months and not centuries. But mm. 
Um, it's a pain in the ass, and they don't like doing it. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, the 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 medieval uh, builders and architects developed the rib vault, where you have these large stone ribs. Right, you build those first, and you fill in the rest. Right. Um, you saw this in a couple slides ago. You can see the centering here is just for the ribs, right? And then you build the ribs, and then you can just throw some planks in there and put the rest of the shit on top, right? As mm. opposed to building out the whole structure in wood beforehand. This is much, much, much easier, much cheaper, uh, much faster, too. Um, although you would need to have a construction schedule that, you know, match the Romans for the fast to matter. Um, so, you know, this is, uh, this is a big, this is a big, big, uh, uh, improvement starts sort of with, uh, the Normans, if I recall correctly. Mm. Um, you know, this is a big Norman cathedral here. I forget which one it is. Um, and, uh, this was the big innovation until the next big innovation which wasn't an innovation because they stole it from the Muslims. The pointed <laughs> a lot arch. Of, a lot of that going around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stole it from, from the, the best religion and the one with the best line in arches. Personally, I slightly prefer a horseshoe arch, but I like a pointed arch too. Okay, so uh, the pointed arch, you know, they sort of steal us from the Muslims around the 12th century, right? Um, got some images here. We got the city gates of Samara. Uh, we got the Sheikh Latfala Mosque in Isfahan, right down here. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. Okay, good. Um, now, uh, in 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 traditional Islamic architecture, a lot of times these pointed arches are kind of aesthetic, right? Mm. Um, you know, because you can see there's a lot of buttressing around these arches. These are buildings which are open to the sky. Um, these are not. These aren't like. The pointed arch is not necessary structurally, right? Yeah, you, you can tell they're ornamental because if you look at the um the bottom left one, you have a lot of mukanas there, which is the like the honeycomb vaulting on the inside. Oh, that is um, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you can just you can just build those out of whatever, and you can like paint each individual thing so it really like glitters. Yes, in in medieval Gothic architecture, medieval you know cathedral architects and builders. And the stonemasons realize we can use these pointed arches to make the forces even more vertical than they were from the grind vault, right? Mm. Um, right. So you have less problems by thrust because this force is all going straight down. You have narrower columns. You have lighter and airier build, airy, more airy buildings, right? You have, um, you know, because at some point a lot of Gothic architecture, especially in Northern Europe, becomes uh, well, France and England. Um, Becomes mm. the sort of comp France, France. this sort of competition to who can put the most glass in their building. Yeah, dick waving contest. Yes. Yeah. Dick waving uh, contest between the the, the masons guild and which is basically all of human progress when you think uh, about it. Yeah, yes. and and the glass the glass makers and the glass painters guild. Mm -hmm. So the um, you know, uh, so this this this. The inter with the introduction of the pointed arch, we sort of move into uh, the gothic phase of cathedral building, mm. right? Incidentally, all yeah. of this glass is lead, so um, Absolutely. all these guys don't are let your kids lick it. Becoming lick extremely it. normal as I work on, you know, my my life's work of one small window. Yes, I'll be right oh, back. Here. I'm going to get more beer. 
Oh, you yeah. can go without me. You can go without me. No, I am I actually co- coincidentally going to get another beer. Okay, I got to oh, pee too. Oh, so God. I'll be oh, God. Oh, God. You're on your own. You're on your own. No, no. Fuck. Uh, Shit. Fuck. That's the uh, apocalypse. The Alpocalypse. Uh, oh, God. Because your name is Alice. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's my name. Uh, how, how's it going, listeners? Um, I'm I, I'm so glad that, that these two have left me alone to like just fill air, and also to know that because we don't edit this podcast, we edit out the actionable threats mostly. Um, that all of this is, is is staying in, and you know I can just I just gotta I just gotta I just gotta fill time, which is fun. Um, you ever heard of you ever heard of cathedrals? Like a cathedral. Um. Although it's it's funny to me, um, Glasgow Cathedral still has a, a, a ton of the like uh, literal scars of like the, the the European wars of religion on it. And there's like uh, the the door to the vestry is literally still has bullet holes in there uh, from when it, it was originally a Catholic cathedral, and uh, the Protestants came in, shot the place up, and also um, disfigured. In a, in a really sort of ISIS move, disfigured a bunch of effigies in the crypt. So there is um, the tomb of uh, a noted Scottish medieval historical figure, Bishop Wishart, um, who's uh, you know portrayed in effigy and with his like bishop's crozier and his bishop's robes with his mitre on top of his on top of his grave on top of his um, his, his tomb, and it, it, they've just fully like hacked his face off. I yeah. came back. Oh, cool! I was just talking about Glasgow Cathedral. Um, oh, nice! I, I I related the two things that I know about Glasgow Cathedral, and um, I should have put I should have put our local cathedrals in here somewhere. I didn't do that. Uh, well, damn. Yeah, you tell fun stories about them. Where What's going on William? with uh, with Philadelphia's cathedrals? Well, we have we have a cathedral. I have a picture of it later in the in the presentation, and it's kind of yeah. Mm. Made out of a weird brown stone, but I don't think it's brownstone. <laughs> brownstone is a type of stone, but I'm pretty sure it's not made of brownstone. Brownish stone. But the stone is brown. Mm. Right? Yeah. Glas- Glasgow should- Cathedral is fun because it's like, you expect there to be two big towers up front and they just never... Just not there's there. like a vernacular kind of Philadelphia and Baltimore church, which is mm. interesting. They're all... They're all Gothic churches made of Wissahickon schist. Um, And they're like, there's a billion of them. Uh, And every week someone tears one down and people get mad about it. Um, (laughs) And I've been mad about it too, so yeah. Hmm. So, um, we're back, right? Uh, Another big innovation in the Gothic cathedral is the flying buttress. Okay. So uh, one of the things you got to remember about, uh, I mean, fundamentally what these big churches are is it's a very elaborate system to hold up a very thin wall and only from one side. Yeah, so you have the maximum space uh, on the inside. Yes, exactly. So this is Notre Dame, right? You can see a big flying buttress here. Um, I believe this is a sketch from Violette Leduc, who we'll talk about later, sort of showing the buttressing system. And I'm not sure if um, this is a different section of the cathedral or not. I, I don't know. I don't understand any of this. Um, so anyway, um, or maybe maybe this is only the first two stories. Um, 
you know, so the flying buttress is a way that you can do away from the really big, thick stone buttresses, right? Let more light into the structure by having these half arches that, you know, buttress into the wall, right? Um, and in that fashion, you can help hold it up without... So, um, yeah, these guys yeah. need one trick, and that trick is arch. It's a very uh, a versatile trick. Pretty good trick. trick. Pretty good yeah, trick it's, 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 it's almost as if it should be called arch architecture. Ah, I uh-huh. assume they stem from the same root word, but I believe so. Yes. Yeah, you know more than I do, sir. So, um, you know, with the flying buttress, you know, you can really, really open these buildings up a whole lot. Um, and you have these 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 cathedrals, which are you know based entirely. I mean, they just become elaborate window systems with elaborate stonework holding shit up right mm. um and the gothic style becomes very uh because we're in sort of the middle and late middle ages um you know when stuff started to pick up again right you know we have uh lots of distinct regional styles start to develop right so you know, you get your French Gothic up here. It's very light and open and airy. There's lots and lots and lots of windows, right? Fun to climb up in Assassin's Creed games. Oh yeah, um, they had a hunchback and to ring the bells. <laughs> um, you have your is, English. Is, is that true? What you mean? Was Quasimodo a real dude? Um, I don't actually know. I don't know either. Uh I choose uh, to believe all Disney movies are real. It's true. Um, well, I mean, yeah, we have we have the uh, you know the the best Disney movie, of course, uh, Anastasia. My favorite, even <laughs> though it's not a Disney movie. It yeah, it's a Disney movie now. That's right. <laughs> no, yeah, um, um, yeah, and it has uh, the um, the only guy to use his superpowers for good uh, and cool stuff. In any superhero movie, which is of course Rasputin, yeah, he causes <laughs> he causes the October Revolution uh, <laughs> with with evil magics. Uh, yes. I, I love I love the movie Anastasia so much. I haven't seen it in a long long ass time. Um, mm. Okay, so we got French Gothic, you know, very light, open, airy. English Gothic is similar. I would say I think the English had some more more creative stonework. So this is. King's College Chapel in Cambridge, right mm-hmm. up here. Uh, back here is it, Amon's Cathedral. Amon's. Amio? Um, yeah, they're that, yes. Okay. Um, the Germans also have a Gothic uh, it's style. feeling very normal. And then I realized I could build a cathedral out of brickwork. Yes, yeah, yeah, the brick, yeah. I, I like them a lot. I like the, I like the brick Gothic. It's, it's cool. Um, I, I, I like a lot of uh, German and Austrian cathedrals, particularly because they'll do a funky roof. Like this mm-hmm. one, this one doesn't. But the the Stephansturm in uh, in Vienna is the one I really like with the like patterned roof. I like that a lot. Ooh. Um, yeah, this is the Marion Kirk in a city I didn't write down what it is. Uh, Cologne, maybe. Uh, maybe. Um, the Spanish developed their own Gothic style, which is concerned primarily with one factor, which is bigosity. Mm, you know, it's Lubeck. It, it has to be really big. Yeah, it has um, to be really big, has to really rip big. off a bunch of mosque stuff. It does rip off a lot of mosque stuff. This is um, Seville, which I think was the second largest church in the world for a very long time. 
It's got a nice um, minaret. Oh yeah, yeah, it does have a minaret basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the whole structure itself is is just um, a complete like disaster show of conflicting styles. It's great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, plus you get like a, a bunch of really fun stuff like horseshoe arches and like ablak and stuff, which is where you have the like alternate layers of uh, white and red brick. I really like that a lot. And none of it matches. It's great. I no. love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just absolute chaos mode. Yeah, a, fantastic. Yeah. And then uh, the Italians, Italian Gothic. Oh, the other things, Spanish <laughs> Gothic, uh, they also have usually pretty small windows because the climate is very uh, hot. My local recording crashed. By the way, oh, buddy. No, no. yeah, my it's PC, lot- my PC just crashed and then went into a boot loop. Uh, so, uh, what did I miss? Sorry, I'll try uh, to get back when I can. We were talking oh. about various styles of gothic in different parts uh, of I, Europe. I am not recording an hour and twenty minutes of of podcast again. No, it's fine. I assume Zencaster saved it. Yeah, if you're if you're still Inshallah, back, if you're back as in we like Zencaster, then we should be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you you missed. Um, we talked about different characteristics of gothic, and uh, yeah. also my PC. Praise be to Jesus, save the local recording. I might go unstable for a second here, so if I do, uh, I guess either A finish without me or B I'll go on my surface. Uh, okay. I'm hoping I'm good. Sorry, everybody. Uh, also, Northeast Philly should be wiped off the face of the earth. That's true. Yeah, it's incredible. You move into a neighborhood that's much newer than mine, and you have much worse internet. <laughs> no, as, I have good internet. The internet's not the new. Oh, my PC hard locked. Uh, yeah, as as mm. as the hadith says, trust in Allah and record both locally and remotely at the same yes. time. Thank you, Alice. The words of the Lord be upon you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, similar to Spanish Gothic. Italian Gothic also is usually characterized by small windows, except for Busy. some of the northern Italian archi- uh, architecture. Um, this, this is no, the northern interior. Is, people are going to get mad at me for this, but northern Italy is just southern Austria. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's kind of like yeah, it's 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 sort of Switzerland. I mean, you yeah. know, it's it, it's, a, it's it's not it's, it's, it's not meaningfully the same country in Turin as it is in Naples. Everyone knows I'm right. Milan is not, woke, uh, not a woke relaxing media, place. Uh, 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 kind of censor me merely for saying that Italy is an unusually fake country, even though all countries are fake. And yes. that the Alice! Alice! It's, it's, Listen Ita- to you! Italian, oh, Italian reunification was a mistake. Oh, make, it my- bi- make it big Austria and two Sicilies. My, my great-grandmother <laughs> wrote a bi- great-great-grandmother wrote a biography of Garibaldi, so I'm inclined to like Italy, I guess. I don't know. Mm. One of the interesting features of Italian Gothic buildings, such, this is the interior of the Siena uh, Duomo, Rather than having a bunch of flying buttresses or regular buttresses, what they would do is they'd have small iron ties holding the arches together, um, right? And that counteracted mm. the thrust. Um, if you ever <laughs> are walking through an Italian cathedral and you're like, what are those small iron ties? Those are the one thing holding this giant building together. <laughs> it's like a one-inch yeah. iron bar. And if you... Some, if you cut through that or something, the whole building would fall down. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
we're going great with the Gothic style all over Europe for a long time. Right. Um, you know, building these huge innovative buildings, right. With all kinds of new, interesting techniques. And then something horrible happens. Mm. The Renaissance. (laughs) 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 Fucking stupid. Oh, come Um, on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We thought it was a great cultural leap forward, but architecturally. um, We we invented the star architect. Yes. Oh God. Um, oh, we invented God. we invented the black turtleneck at this point, and wow. dude started wearing them and going, wow. "Okay, what you want to do is you want to put the stone here and here and here and here." If so, I yeah. ever, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was I was gonna. They all sounded like Bjark Ingels. Um, <laughs> I. <sighs> what have you got against Renaissance architecture? Because I kind of like it a lot. I'm about to explain. Oh. Uh, what is it, slave boy, that the Renaissance is? Ross right. doesn't like it because he thinks it looks like Disneyland. All right. Oh, I have to get the notes back up. Son of a whore. Previous cathedrals and churches were largely built by unnamed architects, artists, and builders. The Renaissance happens, and then we taint architecture with man's hubris, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> so here's here's Santa Maria Novella. This was by. Leon Battista Alberti, right? This is supposed to uh, invoke an earlier Roman form, although I don't, I don't, I don't think it really does. No, it's kind um, of Byzantine-ish. Kind of, does. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of more Byzantine than anything. It looks it's, like it's, it's These, also Moorish as fuck. Look at those little yeah, those yeah. arches on the bottom. The scrolls here are something kind of entirely new. Um, you know, it's still. He's trying to do a temple up here, but he's got a rose window in there, which is goofy. Um, he's got the, I really the, like it, actually. Yeah, it's, 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 it's cool. I've been there. Um, it's a fun one. Um, but there is some like sort of Roman influence. You can see these, these columns here. You go back to a more traditional Corinthian as opposed to like having 17, um, 17 enjoined columns like all together. Um, so, you have things like the Florence Duomo. Uh, this is by uh, Filippo Brunelleschi. Oh, right. Filippo <laughs> Brunelleschi. I hate you. <laughs> this is actually the whole, the whole, uh, the Duomo was built in sort of uh, an earlier Gothic style. The original architect, who I don't know, I think his name is lost to history, mm. said, all right, you just build up to here. And by the time you finish building up to here, you'll know how to build a dome on top of it. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like baptism by fire. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like carbon capture. You better have a way to figure this out by this point. We assume you have, because if you haven't, this whole thing's coming down. Yeah, and then um, Brunelleschi comes in. He's like, well, if we build a bunch of ribs, right, then we can fill in the rest. Right, and he has a whole bunch of weird structural things in there. It's held up by a bunch of iron ties and also big logs. Mm. Um, we you, do a bunch of polychrome. Yeah. Uh, we, we have a bunch of contrasting colors on here to give it like t- we greeble the building. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they just covered it in red tile, like every mm. single other fucking building in Florence. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
you, you have architects who start to look backwards to Roman forms, right? Because they have Roman forms of architecture, not Roman forums. Well, I guess also Roman forums, right? Because they have they have more access to some of the the, the Roman literature because uh, I guess someone brought it back from the Byzantine Empire, which was still yeah, you know, no, going no, no, no. That's that that's that's <laughs> not that's not what happened. The reason why the Renaissance happened, well, if you have to pick one reason, and the reason why the Dark Ages ended, is because unlike European scholastics who are arguing about how many like uh, angels could dance on the head of a pin, the people who were Dude, <laughs> the people the people who were preserving and translating the works of Greek and Roman writers were Muslims. And that process of cultural exchange with Muslim civilizations, most notably in Al-Andalus, allowed Europeans to retranslate the stuff from Arabic which had been translated from Greek and Latin however, back into their however, back into their Vulgate language. Muslims also gave us algebra. Therefore, uh, you do not owe them respect. <laughs> no, no, algebra no, is fine. It's algebra two that sucks. Oh god, or linear algebra. But just like, guess no, what? Remember calculus al- now? The line's moving, motherfuckers. <laughs> right, no. So the worst if you're the worst class in high school mathematics is algebra two, because there's no reason to exist. No, just, fair. just do calculus. Just go straight to calculus. Uh, trigonometry shouldn't exist either. You should take algebra and then you should go straight to calculus. As long as you get it conceptually, it's really easy, right? Mm. Um, there's these these two classes that have no reason to exist and serve only to make people stupider. Algebra 2, trigonometry. Um, I don't know that you necessarily, like, geometry is at least interesting, um, you know. But honestly, you could start teaching a lot of these man- mathematical concepts earlier. People would understand shit better. Um, that's my calculus rant. It's e- a lot easier than people make it out yeah, to it be. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> also, I, I, I should point out... But I, um, I, I lose my smug superiority, mm-hmm. uh, my, chance, my, my feeling of smug superiority that way, so... X squared while, is 2x, while, done. <laughs> while I'm crediting Muslims with the Renaissance, uh, I should also credit the Jews, because... Thank you. Uh, no, nobody fucking no, no Christians knew how to translate Arabic into, say, Italian, right? Uh, what a lot of people did know how to do was translate Arabic into Hebrew, and a lot of biblical scholars knew how to translate Hebrew into like Italian or Spanish or whatever else. But without that intermediate step of largely Jewish translators translating Arabic works into Hebrew, you wouldn't have been able to do that. So you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> basically, Roz, you're welcome. It's, it's, yeah, uh, it's us too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Listen. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, it's time to announce it. It's the podcast coup. Alice, you go for the legs. I'll go for the head. Welcome to Well, There's Your Problem, a podcast without slides. I'm Liam Anderson. That's Alice uh, Caldwell Kelly. Uh, next on the podcast, uh, not Roz, who we don't have in a basement under duress, right? <laughs> That's right. No duress. No duress. Let's keep it right. going, folks. Okay, so you can't you know, talk. You're under duress. You have <laughs> first. The first thing you do in a coup, you seize the podcasting stations. These architect, the architects start looking back to like pre, pre, uh, pre Gothic, pre uh, Romanesque forms. You start seeing these. A couple of these. If you're in the like the real Renaissance canon, you have to talk about uh, uh, 
Bramante's Tempietto right here. You see, it's a little, little cute, small, round temple. Yeah, little temple, a templet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you have uh, San Lorenzo in Florence, which is sort of a return to uh, the concept of a basilica church with the arches and the columns and stuff, but it's it's got some more more recent uh uh decorations right i guess it's 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 sort of conceptually this is this is a pastiche um a simac simulacrum simaculum simulacrum simulacrum it's a simulacrum i've never said that word before no it's a simulacrum it's it's disneyland it's it's like you're in you're you're in basilica land yeah yeah uh there's a regular car reviews video that uh that explains it really well. Mm. Basically, the vibe here is this is about as an as authentic a basilica, if you're being trad about this, as the Disneyland castle is a castle. Yes. Um, you know, and these are yeah. So you know, this is an imagined image of a idealized Roman basilica. You know, your decorations become more restrained and quote Roman unquote. The structure itself gets simpler as well. You know, you, you start becoming restrained by, quote, Roman, unquote, forms. Oh, You're don't worry, incredible. that pendulum's going to swing way back in the Counter-Reformation. This is true. But your, 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 your incredible structural feats from the Gothic era are, are, are just like, oh, no, we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, no lack of insane buttresses. Yes. Um, which brings us to uh, the nexus of modern society. Old St. Peter's. Everybody's a conservationist. Until they get the estimate. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Until they get the estimate, yeah. So, Old St. Peter's was the original basilica built by Constantine in AD 13, or 318, right? And despite its immense historical significance to the church, by the 15th century, it, it was a piece of shit, right? Yeah. Um, major but this is it. This is the mother church. This the, is upon the this mother rock, church, I yeah. build this church. That's the church. It's That's the, the church. church. They built yeah. it. They built the church. That's the one, right? Uh, by the 15th century, it was a piece of shit, right? Major <clears throat> repairs had not been undertaken uh, during the entire time the papacy had absconded to Avignon, right? Whole structure was just unstable, right? Pope Julius II was like, look, okay, I'm going to do one thing. We're going to fix the church. Right? And he's like, I'm going to commission the greatest Renaissance architects to figure it out. Uh, and he got Leon Battista Alberti in there. Leon Battista Alberti wrote in his structural assessment, I have noticed the Basilica of St. Peter's in Rome, a crass feature, an extremely long and high wall has been constructed over a continuous series of openings with no curves to give it strength, no buttresses to lend it support. The whole stretch of wall has been pierced by too many openings and built too high. As a result, the continual force of the wind has displaced the wall more than six feet from the vertical. I have no, no doubt that eventually some slight movement will make it collapse. Um, and I think Alberte uh, delivered some kind of estimate for keeping this building up. And Julius II was like, Oh boy! Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. oh, buddy! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think we'll 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 build a new one, <laughs> and so that's what they set out to do. 
And this, this is uh, another building which changed the face of Christianity, which is yep. new St. Peter's. Um, all right, so they're looking to replace the building. This guy named Donato Bramante wins the commission, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody in the story is Italian. I can't do an anti-Italian discrimination here. Yeah. This is... Uh, well, you could. No one's stopping you. Yeah. In the Basilica business. We can't all, we can't make them all Andrew Cuomo. No. Yes, we can. <laughs> Just an entire nation of Cuomos. I'm Donato Bramante. <laughs> I'm a Renaissance architect. <laughs> architect. Yeah. All right. So Donato Bramante wins the commission. His original idea is we have a big, big ass church in a Greek cross pattern, right? That's up here. That's this guy, right? Mm. They start building the thing in 1506. They made a foundation out of pieces of the Colosseum, which Pope Nicholas V ordered demolished for this purpose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they had, they, had, they had one source of good stone. They didn't have a lot of great sources of good cladding and stuff like that because... Uh, you know, people have been tearing down Roman ruins for a long time so they could burn the marble and get quicklime for. What do you use quicklime for? Um, I think it's mortar. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um. So they had they had one one big issue when they were starting building this largest church in Christendom was finance, right? Um. Uh, you know, financing this was difficult, and the way they set out to do it is like, all right, we're gonna. We're going to sell a shitload of indulgences, right? Um, For more, please see our Protestantism episode. That's right. <laughs> and indulgences were something which you got for, like, pilgrimages and sometimes contributing money to the church. That was like, you can get any amount of indulgences you want for contributing money to the church, right? It's a get-out-of-hell-free no. card, right? Well, you can also engage in some fun simony, which is, uh, I, I love the word simony. It's the specific sin of selling priestly offices. <laughs> you you want to be bishop of somewhere? Fuck you, pay me. Simony. Yeah, well, you know, I, I mean, it, you got to get the church built. That's the problem, right? That's right. Right, so this is so obviously a corrupt uh, practice that Martin Luther nails uh, a a post he, he posts on a church <laughs> and like 99 tweets or whatever the fuck it is. And we did a whole episode on that when I was uh, about as drunk as I am now. Um, How drunk are you? I had a couple of beer. Well, I had a bunch of IPAs. Um, what did you have? I had two yards IPAs and one shape of hops to come. Mm. And I'm about mm. to open the next shape of hops to come. I had two eight percenters. A six point two percenter. I'm about I'm drinking a five point two percenter. The eight percenters were tall boys. Very nice. Oh, that'll do it. That'll do it. Um I of course am stone cold sober. As much as the construction of St. Peter's affects Christendom, the effect of Christendom the or the effect of, you know, the the, the church splitting into Protestantism has an effect on St. Peter's. Um so, over the course of construction, you know, design control switched from Bramante to uh, Ninja Turtle Raphael, 
right? <laughs> and Raphael. Hi, everybody. Just want to say hi. It's Corinne. Hello, Corinne. How you Thank doing? Thank you. Hi. She wanted to say hi. Uh, Is my PC crashing again? Yes. No, you are. Yes. We still hear you. Oh, jeez, dude. I'm dying here. Oh. <laughs> Can you get me your Mac? That's possible. Start. Thank you. I love you. So wait, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm just oh. terrified. Okay, I oh, see. Good. Okay. All right. That's that's the good podcasting attitude that we want. It's... So, as as the uh, Counter Reformation occurred, this original idea of a Greek cross uh, sounded. Uh, you know, people started. Yeah, to say, why, no, why is it going to need... be Greek? Because because to fuck dudes and no, yeah, need okay. a, we need Roz, a... yeah, Roz. We need a Latin <laughs> cross, right? Oh, so, I'm surprised. More homophobia from Roz. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> Raphael's like, all right, I got your Latin cross. He adds a nave, right? <laughs> We're all good. Okay. I, I love the idea of Raphael like coming to St. Peter's in the middle of the night, be like, You you guys want Latin crosses? Like you guys want a Latin you guys want a Latin cross cross? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like like talking to the Pope in like the middle of the night, like you want you want a Latin cross? Like <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. You gotta talk to like eight guys to get a Latin cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then Raphael, I forget exactly, I, I don't remember the circumstances under which he handed it back off to Michelangelo, another Ninja Turtle, right, <laughs> um, up here, right? And uh, Michelangelo does a whole host of design changes, right? At this point, they're still only constructing the Greek cross portion, right? Um, and uh, he's like, all right, we'll bring it back to approximately a Greek cross with, with uh, a distinct, uh, you know, front, right? Sure. Mm. Um, so he got rid of the nave, right? Oh. So, and then Michelangelo, you know, he gets most of the back part of the church done. You know, he's a real, real good job with it, right? And then he dies. So they give it to Carlo Moderno. And this guy's a piece of work. Um, Carlo Moderno has, uh, uh, he's like, all right, he's pressured into bringing the nave back, which he does. This is his plan okay. down here. Um, he's also pressured into designing a facade, which the church was financially unable to complete. <laughs> um, and so what we got was the current facade of St. Peter's. Uh, and now in this highly zoomed in view, it looks pretty good, right? Originally supposed to be two towers at each end, right? Um, you know, but the, you know, the, the, the issue here is this facade was sort of designed for Michelangelo's cross where the whole dome, you know, adds. Yeah. You got to like squish it backwards a bit. Yeah, exactly. So the perspective is pretty screwed up when you go look at it in person, because it looks like this. Mm. You see it's a bunch of, I don't know. It's a big, big square. It's a big square. Well, they, they tried to like dress it up a bit by having statues of the evangelists it, yeah, on the top. Exactly. They got two clocks up there, but you get the the fucking the fucking dome is like way back there. It's yeah. it's unbalanced. It's very top heavy. Um, it doesn't have the dome there to balance it out the way it's supposed to be. This is an extremely unsuccessful design. Um, it's it's just it's bad. It's really bad, mm. and we have to deal with it forever. 
Well, um, I mean, not not necessarily. What you could do is just like do the same thing of like let the church become increasingly uh, corrupt and debased, and like not do any maintenance on it. Maybe make the popes flee to Avignon again. It's a good idea. Give give it a couple of hundred years of that, and then uh, when somebody's like, okay, we gotta we gotta renovate Saint Peter's. Well, the, you tell them it costs like you know fifty trillion dollars, and they'll be like, fine, new new Saint Peter's. I think you could fix this without tearing down a whole building. Just move the dome. Yeah. Put it on tracks. It just <laughs> a retractable dome. dome. Dan Snyder <laughs> fucking strikes again. Uh, Pope Snyder the first, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just put that we we put the dome on tracks, on wheels, and then we just wheel it forward every time we do something in St. Peter's Square. And every time we need to, to to close it off, we just wheel it back again. Oh wait, the towers weren't built because the church didn't have money. The towers weren't built because the foundations were shit. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of a bunch of like uh, structural members of the Colosseum just being crushed down there. Yeah, I mean, this, this is, is so cool. This is the issue. The issue with St. Peter's is that it looks very good from every angle, except the one it's designed to be looked at from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Carlo Moderno really fucking screwed the pooch on this one. Um, <laughs> Get it together, Carlo, you piece of shit. Yeah, well, he's dead now, so, mm. you know, serves him right. Um, <laughs> all right. But this is highly influential on further uh, church designers, because uh, it sort of leads through, as we didn't talk about mannerism and all on Michelangelo. Boring. Um, yeah, nah. yeah. Uh, it's a bunch of columns with cubes on them. Um, yeah, a bunch of columns with cubes on them and trying to paint stuff the way it looks. Yeah, not interested. That is boring. Mm, boring. Boring. We lose Liam entirely. Yeah. Fuck. It's fine. It's probably fine. Yeah, just keep going. He'll be back. He'll be back. Hopefully. Inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, uh, talk about the Baroque. The Baroque. I love the fucking Baroque, man. Yeah. I love Baroque so much, dude. It's uh, it's it's dumb in a particularly fun way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, it's just like it's back almost to the kind of like uh Romanesque architecture where it's just like we just do whatever the fuck we want. Um yes. And so like the like the the counter reformation um Catholicism's big pitch to Europe against Luther is Essentially, Protestantism boring. You just like yeah. looking at it in a white yeah. in a white hall. <laughs> what you want? You don't want that boring you don't shit. Want that what boring you want? Shit. What you want no. is the most extravagant thing you've seen in your life. Yeah, you want you want statues that make you fucking cry. You want eight different colors of marble in one building, uh, and you know we're the only guys who can give that to you. Did you weep at the Pieta? Well, guess what? We have 14 of them in this new church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just more, 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 more. more. <laughs> just absolute, uh, it's a, like a refuge in audacity. I really, I really like the Baroque. It's, I really it's, appreciate it's fun, it. It's fun architecture. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and they just, there's, there's one weird trick to get a lot more ornament for your book, mm. which is plaster. Yeah, the renderite of it today. Exactly. You just do everything in plaster. It's cheaper, it's more <laughs> flexible, you can paint it if you need to. It's great. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah, Corsair IQ. Uh, mm. Just because oh, it wasn't working. Ne never, never try to learn anything. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, we're talking we're, about the Baroque period. Talking about the Baroque. Oh, you're going for Baroque. Going for Baroque. Uh-huh. Uh. Uh-huh. So thank you. Yeah, I, I, I mean, so everything's made in plaster now, so you can just do a whole shitload more ornamentation in the church, and on the outside of the church, you can get kind of flexible. Um, this is a a, a a very famous one, Borromini's San Carlo alla Quattro Fontane, right? Which um, it's called Quattro Fontane because it's at an intersection as a fountain on each corner. Look at the fucking windows. Oh yeah, on the first floor, just. Mwah. You know, it's you know, it's fun about this is that this the the street this is on. It's like right at an intersection of like two streets. Each street has two lanes. Um, there's basically no sidewalk and shitloads of tourists constantly. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then there's a bunch of tour buses trying to park in front of the church where there's no parking. It's a disaster <laughs> show. It is. It is. Yep. <laughs> that is real Rome right there. Um, <laughs> if if they had any brains, it would be pedestrianized. But no, we have to like get people got to drive their little little Fiat and their like Vespas through here, as well as a giant tour bus full of like, um, fucking, I don't fat know, fat German tourists, fat German German <laughs> tourists, yeah, fat English tourists too. Mm. At the at the like park there, and then I it's 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 traffic management in Rome is bad. Yes, um, higher always, all, literally always has been <laughs> a beef that has continued from the days of Constantine right through to fucking Tarquinius Superbus. Yeah, I think you just pedestrianize like huge swaths of Rome. That's the only way mm. you can do it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if they had a better metro. So anyway, this is mm. San Carlo. This is the exterior. You can see they've taken the Roman. The the Roman forms, and they've decided. Well, what if it was wavy? Yeah, what if we do curves? What if we and did it some looks curves? Good as hell. It looks really good. Yeah, and on the inside, you know, they're like, well, what if we made it sort of a a diamond, but it had some circles in it, <laughs> mm. right? And they, because they're working in plaster, they can do anything they want with the geometry, right? You know, so it's sort of like an oval dome on like arches and half half domes. Right, and they have a, the you know some guy just went over this with like a form, you know, and uh, you know sort of mushed the plaster into place. And it was like, yeah, that looks like uh, that looks like someone did a shitload of stonework. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they, they, you could get all this stuff done real cheap, you know, and you have um, real creative shapes like this is. Santivo alla Sapienza. Uh, I think this is another Borromini building, but I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm sure my <sighs> architecture history professor will yell at me. It's it's fucking great, is what it is. This is where they send architecture students uh, to go strain their necks while trying to sketch the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, because you're not allowed to lie on the floor. I guess no, they don't. Allow, yeah, because I've been in here to sketch the ceiling, and they don't let you do that. Um, there are specific rules in a lot of Roman churches for yep. architecture students. <laughs> they get so I many. I love the idea of uh, lying on the floor. You can do it, but it's a. We're not going to call it an indulgence. Yeah, no, you, you you can do it so long as you can like simultaneously hey. do an M- an MMA style like ground grapple with a bunch with of uh, like cannons. Like, or, like yeah. nuns. 
Yeah, so just, just Roz like, drunk and, hu- and still hungover, fighting his <laughs> way through a mob of nuns trying to peel him <laughs> off the floor. Oh my god! I won't go peacefully. Yeah, just li- just lying on the floor doing a bunch of kicks to a bunch of nuns trying to remove you. There's a lot of great uh, Baroque churches out there. I should have talked about them a, ge- a bit more, I guess, but you know I didn't because this presentation is not perfect. And um, I'm derailing it every yeah. 30 seconds. So, mm. you know, we Which sort of I'm move. Sorry. Uh, eventually people I get know. sick of the Baroque because it's too much ornamentation, right? Which leads us to neoclassicism. Go back to the Baroque, or in fact, do do the compete go do the competing thing to neoclassicism, which is while all these Anglican freaks are putting this shit together, you just do the Rococo thing of more Baroque, more Baroque, but it's in lighter, lighter, more pleasant colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Baroque, but in trans flag colors. Yes. (laughs) I love Rococo. That's not too far off from the color scheme. No, it really isn't. And then you, so you get all these beautiful, like Austrian wedding cake palaces. That's fucking, fucking great. This is this is Saint Paul's in London, um, which I guess uh, I guess they call this English Baroque, but it looks a lot more neoclassical to me. Bullshit! It, no, no, no. This is too formal for me. I think the facade mm. is really awkward. I don't like the sort of temple front with the the paired columns, but they're stacked no. on top of each other. I, this is this is not. This is not a pleasing composition. I'm sorry. No, and you, you can do interesting <laughs> things with neoclassical churches. And for instance, you can do some very interesting things with neoclassical churches in London if your name is Hawksmore and also you are doing a sort of like. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to reinstall Windows after this is over. Mm. <laughs> Should have activated Windows. Anyway, yeah, it if, is if, activated. If, if you, Thank you. If, if you want to do a, a weird sort of satanic Freemasonic ritual, which it then causes the Jack the Ripper murders. Um, and then you know requires Sir John Gold to usher in the twentieth century. Yeah, no, th- then that's interesting. But St Paul's is not interesting. Which to me. one was Hawksmoor? Was that St Martin's in the Fields? Amongst others, Amongst yeah, others. I think there's like okay, thirteen. Yeah. I didn't talk about that at all. I mean, oh, this is already running long. Hawks- Hawksmoor churches, Hawksmoor churches are fun because they they are actively like psychically damaging buildings to be around. We'll have to do um, Cathedral Part Two where we talk about all the stuff we didn't talk about in this one. <laughs> if you if if you if you look up Christchurch Spitalfields, that's the one that really feels like it's coming down on top of you. Spitalfields um, coming down on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> Like um, that, that is the like. Uh, it, oh, it's it's Israel. Like that's the one in in Whitechapel, which is where Alan Moore draws the link to Jack the Ripper and from Hell. Uh, and yeah, no, it's 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 really good, but it's terrifying. I've always just in general thought like uh, neoclassicism doesn't work very well for Christian churches. That's my, you know, unless it's like a it complete basilica yeah. revival. It, no. it works very well for a, a church that kind of suggests that it's going to murder you. Yes, but other than that, but if you're trying no. to like have a, like a big non non murderous church, yeah, I need to go back and look up my hawks more. One of the problems I had researching this was, you know, again, I because I remember hawks more now, and I'm like, right, I should have put that in. <laughs> That's why this <laughs> took so long. I was like, right, I should put that in, uh, and then then you remember how much you forget, and it's embarrassing. Mm. Um, but in the meantime, we also had colonialism happening. Um, you know, the, the church goes abroad and does some brutal genocides. 
right? Yep. So, you know, you sort of colonial churches are almost as much about expressing colonial power as, you know, going to church, right? Yeah, because you build them on top of what used to be a temple. Yes. To um, make a statement. This is true. The Spanish were very good at that. That's why I put Spanish churches in here. Um, so this is the uh, Peoe church. This is in the Philippines, which looks like just a big pile of stone. Um, mm. which is kind of cool, actually. I like that. Um, yeah. You have uh, Cathedral of Zacatecas uh, in Mexico here. This is in a specific Spanish Baroque style called uh, Churigaresque. Huh. Yeah. Na- named after a guy called Churiga? Or- I think it's named after churros. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, it's this sort of excessively decorated baroque style you know you can see it's sort of it's so you know plastic and like it's like it's um you know they've Mm. they've they've done everything they could to the stone to add as much decoration as possible right it's also interesting to me how how like defensible all of these buildings are Mm -hmm. uh that that's another sort of colonial preoccupation. This is a uh, if all these guys try to kill us, we better have like a, essentially a pillbox with an altar in it. Yes, <laughs> the decoration is ancillary to that. It's 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 a bunker but with a big fucking thing of ornamentation stapled onto the front of it. Well, those are for the 1700s. Here's a much earlier one. This is the Cathedral of Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic. Of course, this was 1512. So this is not not too long after Columbus uh, sailed the ocean blue um, mm. and came in to uh, go and, and, and attempt to enslave all the indigenous people. Um, you know, again, not too many windows. Uh, yeah. And of course, this is um, a lot of, especially in Mexico, there was a lot of, you know, local architecture they could have, you know, maybe deferred to. In the design, and of course, they did not do that, right? No, no new uh, Spain. It's new, new Spain. Spain, and they built the buildings exactly like the old Spain. Um, it's, it's Spain too, more Spain. Spain too, electric boogaloo. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so you know, that's it, it, colonial church. A lot of the surviving colonial churches seem to be Spanish because they built them most solidly, mm. um, and they were you know doing some of the most violent colonialism. <laughs> Other than the Belgians, but I don't know if the Belgians built substantial structures in Africa. No. Yeah. Mostly just purely extractive rather than uh, sort of attempting to create a, a power structure there also yeah, that is extractive. I was about to say. Um, so then we, we reach this fun period, um, the Victorian era. Mm. We still without Liam? I believe so. Ah, damn. Podcast doesn't work anymore. Ash. It's a two-legged stool. I was about to say. Um, so the Victorians, the Victor architecture between about eighteen hundred and nineteen hundred and twenty is incredible because everyone had no idea what the fuck to do. <laughs> it was great, um, you know, because it was like you have all these new materials which are commonly available. You have like you know big steel beams, you have like easy to produce glass, all this ornamentation becomes much easier, it's mass produced. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck do we do with this? You get a whole new 
styles of buildings uh, or kinds of buildings, right? Like if you're in, you're in 1820 and you're like, I need a train station. You're like, what the fuck is a train station supposed to look like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's got to have like a big hole and that's it. Anything yeah. else just go wild. Well, the big hall took a long time to develop. Um, you know, the big hall, I don't think was I when I was in architecture history class, one of the buildings we had to study was St. Pancras. Cuz St. Pancras mm. was uh sort of a, it's it's uh it's it's a study in how, you know, the functional part of the building and the decorative part of the building were completely incongruous. Um, yeah. I believe the decorative part is now a luxury hotel. Yes, it was a luxury hotel when it was built, too. So, you know, huh. that hasn't changed. Um, and uh, then there was the train hall, uh, the train shed, which was a train shed then, still is a train shed. Um, the, the, the front of the building bears no architectural relation to the back of the building. Um, <laughs> You know, it's because there's there's people are still trying to work out what the fuck is our art. What 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 is a I don't know. What's a new build? A pumping station? Uh, uh, what what's yeah, what's yeah, a yeah. factory? What what is this? I have no idea what we're doing. And one of the weird things is uh, how this affects churches. Um, you know, everything's sort of a revival style at this point, as opposed to something new. And a lot of church architects are are, are, are kind of like, well, I don't want to use any of these new industrial materials in the churches, but we will take advantage of the mass production a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, you have you have a pediment guy who yeah, gotta, works for a pediment company in St. Louis who will ship you a pediment. Yes. Uh, another another one of your other issues is, of course, um, you know, global population is exploding because it's so much easier. You know, infinite mortality rates are down, right? Um, you need a lot more spaces of worship, so you build a lot of churches, right? Yeah, everybody's starting a religion at this point. Everybody's doing religious revivalism. Uh, yes, uh, you're you're coming up with a new religion like every week. You know, yep, on, yep. only a couple uh, of them we remember, like Mormonism. But you know, this, this is a for every Mormonism, there's a hundred more extremely yeah, stupid religions exactly, that died out. Exactly. You, you you get into biographies of people from this period, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, they they, they were a devout uh, like Methodist scientist biologist of Christ, the latter Seventh Day physician or whatever." Yes. Uh, and it's like, yeah, no, no, none of these survived, but like uh, spiritualism. Uh, like millenarian cults, Unitarianism. stuff like that. Unitarianism, Christian Science. Yeah. Christian Science has a massive, massive central church temple thing that they have nothing to do with because there's almost no Christian scientists anymore, mostly because they don't do the fucking blood transfusions. Uh, and yeah, no, but there's they, 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 they branches have nice of blood medicine that were developed because Christian scientists exist. Yeah. <laughs> Key, 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 keyhole surgery, bloodless surgery. Yeah, um, um, and you got a uh, uh, what's it called? Um, no, the the Boston campus of the Christian Scientists is very pretty. Um, I like that one a lot. Yeah, the 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 um the mother church of Christian Science is this kind of it, it's a it's a Roman basilica. They got a basilica. Yes, but then they have a whole bunch of brutalist buildings around it, <laughs> <laughs> like a big reflecting pool. It's cool. Um, mm. I'm sure Liam would have some opinions about this, but he is indisposed. You see why this podcast doesn't work with two people. Exactly, right? 
Um, uh, should we press on? Should we figure out what Liam's doing? Uh, I I say press on. Okay. We continue we irregardless. Con- we continue irregardless is not a word, Alice. We 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 beat on boats against the current, born ceaselessly into the architecture. Okay, yeah, all right. So, um, anyway, so there's this valley of ashes, right? And there's a billboard with some eyes, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. We got yeah, back. We were talking yeah, I about. I should be disabled now. Sorry, everybody. We... I don't know what's going on. Liam, what do you, what, Liam, what do you think of Christian Science Plaza? Uh, I kind of like it. Yeah, I like I it too. too. I think it's cool. Yeah, Ross, were were you the one where we were in Boston? And you really wanted to see it. I did want to see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We had fun there. Yeah, go, go hang out with the Christian scientists. Um, all right. So as I was saying, in Victoria, hey guys, look, I could take blood transfusions. Isn't that something? <laughs> <laughs> so in the Victoria, the Victorian era is really the only time in history that rather than having one style of architecture. Right, that historians would later classify buildings were built in styles, right? Um, so you had some styles, you know, you had like this is a this is a Greek revival church in Toledo. Oh, gorgeous. Um mm. the first congregational. We have a Romanesque church. This is Trinity Church in Boston, right? I love the way you say Boston. This Boston, Boston, Worcester, Mass. This is the Mass. Here's the Cathedral Basilica of St. Peter's and Paul here in Philadelphia, where I'm getting married. Oh, oh very congratulations! Nice. Possibly, everyone, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and 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 so you know, you could you built you built a lot of these churches much more quickly than um, earlier churches. Uh, but as I said, despite advances in material science. Initially, architects really shied away from including new materials in the churches, right? They were all built of stone or brick or blah, blah, blah. I actually like this, this one up here, the Greek Revival one, because this is clearly all brick. And I like, I like brick. Brick is cool. Mm. I like brick. Same. Uh, and then there was this one, there was this French guy, right? Uh, Violette Le Duc, right? Uh, we got to talk about Victorian quote, restorations, unquote, of medieval buildings, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like archaeology. I'm fixing it as you drive a pickaxe through, like, an ancient skull or whatever. I, I can't argue with the results. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so a popular activity in the Victorian era was taking old churches and restoring them, but not in the way we think of restoring things now. Right, which is sort of preserving the building as it was. Victorian restorations were like, all right, we're gonna make this thing bigger and better, right? No, we're gonna make it cool. We're gonna yeah. make it, we're gonna make it cool, yeah. Really so cool. the the French guy Violette Le Duc was famous for this. Uh one of his first big projects was Saint Chapelle, right? That's uh did a fantastic job he did on a it. Real good job. All of this is completely made up by him. Gil- of course. Gilded ribs made up. Um, star pattern, he made it up. Wow. Look at it, though. Cannot argue with the results. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's kind of like, all right, this is, this is, this is what, uh, we're, we're going to restore it. And, uh, by which I mean, I, I have some ideas and we're just going to do that. Yeah. It's, it, I'm it's, it's, 
It's it's sort of like I, I'm not saying that King Henry the Fourth was a gamer, but if he had had the technology available at the time, he would have made. Can you guys imagine RGB ribbing? Exactly. Can you guys imagine? 1440p everywhere. Mining, mining rig in the basement. <laughs> what do you mean? What, what do you mean structural stability? Everything is water cooled. The nave is water cooled. You, you have a you have a, you have a water cooled. You have a crypt full of crypto mining <laughs> equipment. <laughs> yeah, crypto for a reason. The uh, so you get the host and the uh, <laughs> and the sacrament. And this one's just like oh. this is just water dyed red. This is <laughs> yo, that's like cool it, bro. Are, are, are you into cryptocurrency? No, I'm into crypt currency. Crypto. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, Saint Chapelle was his first uh, one. This is a place I've always wanted to go. Um, I've been there. Oh well, aren't you special? Yeah, also went to Istanbul. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything that that makes me feel good and makes Roz feel bad is a victory, in my opinion. Podcast world tour. Roz's PC works and mine doesn't. So yeah. Mm. So this is this is uh, again uh, these restorations are they they call them restorations. They're entirely made up. It's just some guy like yeah, exactly. It's a resto mods. They're resto modding cathedrals. I, I did an engine swap for Notre Dame. Yes. Yo, I LS swapped Notre Dame. the sound on these pipes. Well, LeDuc <laughs> was uh, appointed to restore Notre Dame because during the French Revolution, the revolutionaries came through and like, we're going to smash all this Catholic bullshit, right? Going to make it an arms store. Going to, yeah. Going to make it a, a church uh, dedicated to whatever the fuck their stupid supreme logical being was the, the cult of the supreme being the cult yeah. of the supreme being yeah um so they smashed a lot of the ornament a lot of the stained glass a lot of the other crap um and you know i think i think it was was someone i i don't remember who appointed leduc to fix the damn church but he was like all right yeah i'm in for this <laughs> and so most of Notre Dame as it exists right now is because Leduc went in and restored the damn thing. Uh, and, mm. and Leduc was interesting because um, he, he went against the grain for a lot of uh, church architects and that he was like, listen, we need, we need to start using all this new stuff in building churches, right? Uh, he has some great sketches, which I should have included and didn't about like, all right, we can start doing stuff like angled columns and things like that to support bigger and better churches than we ever could before. Um, but his ideas didn't really catch on in that respect, but he did a lot of good restorations. Um, and there's another fad, which was completing old unfinished cathedrals. Uh, Ulm Minster is, is a good example, right? This was, um, you know, the cathedral was unfinished. Or the minster, I yeah. Because the, the, there's no reason why Ulm needed a cathedral that big. Yes, and they were like, "Well, we can make it bigger. We have the technology, right?" So they <laughs> decided to finish it, but they were also going to make it wider, taller, and better. And Ulm Minster, we can rebuild him. We have the technology now. Ulm Minster is the tallest church in the world now, and it was the tallest building in the world until Philadelphia City Hall was finished. Huh. Do you play Go Birds? Uh, uh fuck. Yeah, <laughs> but it'll take me a second because I gotta scroll through all of my fucking drops. Uh Go Birds. Go Birds! Go Birds! Go Birds! Go Birds! 
fun fact about Old Minster, they have public uh, festivals in the square in front of it. Um, and uh, that, of course, because it's Germany, involves beer. And they're currently mm-hmm. having foundation yes. issues because people keep urig- urinating against the church during festivals. <laughs> and they have the wrong kind of soil chemistry where the urine is a big issue. That's that, that's the, the Norwegians uh, burning stave churches down. Yeah. Um, one fun thing is that there are occasionally still like cathedral restorations that occur to this day. The stone masons add some fun stuff. So this oh, is, yeah. I forget which church this is. Fuck, I thought I wrote it down. Uh, this is something astronaut gargoyle. Astronaut gargoyle. Yeah. Well, not a gargoyle. There's, there's, just there's one carving. in Scotland that has that has a gargoyle of the alien from the movie Alien. Nice. That's sick. Astronaut gargoyle. It's in Salamanca mm. on the new cathedral in Salamanca. Another another uh, another uh, feature of more recent cathedrals is, of course, uh, racism. Um, oh boy! Yeah, so this is in the National Cathedral in Washington D.C. These stained glass panels were recently taken down. Um, we we see here uh, a series of stained glass panels about the life of Robert E. Lee. Um, oh, for God's <laughs> sakes, man! <laughs> like I know, right? But come on! <laughs> I think these were put up in the twenties or thirties. Um, that's when, yeah, that's when most of the Robert E. Lee stuff happened. Um, so yeah, uh, you got this nice Confederate stars and bars stained glass here. Um, <laughs> I Ugh. I do enjoy like the uh, the lettering though. It's like oh, he's an engineer, or he's reading the Bible. <laughs> he invented business school. He did it. <laughs> That's that's for a future episode. Um, oh God! So after this period, this chaotic Victorian period of architecture, we move into this fun thing called modernism, right? Um, and modernism, modernism mo- brackets good is what you put in the notes. Here. <laughs> yes, there's the good modernism and the bad modernism. Um, one 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 example I really really like is uh. The Iglesia Notre Dame de Rancy, right? Which was uh, one of the first churches to ever break with this concept of we need to build it with traditional materials. It's built entirely out of reinforced concrete in 1922. Uh, it's a it basilica. Sick as hell. Yes. It's a basilica. It, it goes back to the word of basilica is except it's enclosed instead of just having like fucking um, stoa or whatever. But the fun thing is, this is uh, this, okay. So this, the architects were Auguste and Gustave Pere. This is the final, I think, the final famil- fulfillment of the Gothic style of architecture, right? Because mm. the entire walls are just yeah. tracery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's like it's the most open space you can have, short of being right. outside. Yes. Um, the Greeks will be proud. Exactly. Mm. Um. And I think over time, like modernism works really well for sacred spaces in general. I could have put a couple more slides in here. I didn't because time. Oh, you should have. Yeah. You have, um, you have uh, the, the uh, cathedral that was ripped off to make uh, Liverpool Cathedral. Yes. The, uh, uh, the Brasilia Cathedral here, uh, 1958, that's Oscar Niemeyer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he started experimenting with new shapes as well. Um, you know, 
you, you start having more flexible arrangements for these buildings. Uh, one nice thing is the acoustics get better. Um, I don't yeah. mean Liverpool Cathedral. What cathedral do I mean? Is it Manchester? Um, Leeds? There's one northern one that's, li- that's Leeds, a rip off of this. I think. But I couldn't tell you for certain. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So, uh, a lot of these churches... Someone will get it in the comments. A lot, mm. a lot, of, a lot of these churches... Uh, yeah, so as modernism you know, becomes a thing, you, you had better spaces It, it for is worship. Liverpool, but it's Liverpool Metropolitan oh, Cathedral. Oh, right. Proud of you, Alice. Then you have uh, some stuff uh, for, you know, the uh, Protestants, the mega churches. Um, oh, boy. oh, the glass cathedral. The crystal yeah, cathedral. Crystal, the crystal cathedral. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like being outside, and it's also like being in a tent where we did all of the religious revivals of the <laughs> early 20th century. It's like having a very large air conditioning bill. Yeah, have, mm. you, have you ever been, you know when you used to cook ants with a magnifying glass? Now, when you give us a gift of less than fifty dollars a month, you have to shoot the magnifying glass section. This is this is a, a, a Philip Johnson uh, design, the Crystal Cathedral, which I forget where it is because I didn't write it down. It's outside um, DC, isn't it? No, I think it's on the West Coast, California, somewhere. God. Yeah. What am I thinking of? That's near DC. Oh, oh, it's in, it's in, oh of course, it's in fucking. It's in Garden Grove. Uh, yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. I was right. thinking of uh, Surrender Dorothy. Orange yes. County, baby. Uh, Philip Johnson uh, put this up in 1980. It's okay. It was built for mainline Protestants. Catholics took it over in 2019. Right? Good job, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. You can see some of the proto uh, mega church stuff. You know, we got the Jumbotron, right? Of course. Um, you got sort of weird stadium style seating. Um, I kind of like the weird organ. Um, one of the, yeah, it's fun. One interesting thing is, and this started, it's I think, musical. maybe 13, 14 years ago, experiments with uh, sort of um, more auditorium-style churches, churches that had good acoustics, provoked a reaction, right? Oh, boy. We love reaction on the show, don't we? I know, right? Yeah, usually things go well when we have that. So let's... Uh, some folks tried Reject to modernity. modernity return to tradition. Oh boy. That looks like shit. Yes, this is the, absolutely terrible. Is that's it, a house with a tower attached. This is that's the, I probably <laughs> drew this church at some point. <laughs> this church has like a lawyer foyer. It rules. Yeah, this this sucks ass. This is so fucking bad, dude. <laughs> this is where my dad started going to church. Because he got, oh, he got fed God, up with the, because the the church they used to go to became a little too gay friendly for Mister Rosniak. <laughs> <laughs> so they brought in an African priest. I'm not listen. No, no, that'll hard, do it. The, 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 yeah. do it. the church, they, the, church started, in, the church in Africa is very problematic. <laughs> yes, I I just you know, uh, and then Mister Rosniak started going there uh, to the what did you call it the shit box? Um, <laughs> This is Jesus box. This is St. Raymond's of Penafort in Springfield, Virginia. Um, so the, the church we used to go to was uh, Nativity Catholic. Um, and it's sort of a low slung modernist church. Um, it's, it has a, a sort of auditorium style seating. It's all flat though. Um, it's, it, it, it's, it has, it has really good acoustical qualities. 
um, you know, it has some actually very nice modern stained glass. Like it's unabashedly modern for like 19, 1990 or something. Um, also, mm. you know, so it was, um, uh, at some point, uh, that congregation, uh, had issues in that number one, it was too big to fit in the church. Um, number two, some people were a lot more conservative than father Martin was. Um, and they split off and built this church, St. Raymond's of Penafort. Um, and this is a traditional Latin cross church, which was built in, I don't know, 2007, 2008. Um, and, and I think, I feel like it's typical of like modern, what you'd call a modern traditional church, um, mm. which is that it looks like ass. Um, complete <laughs> it shit. Does look like ass. It really it does. Look, it looks horrible, man. It uh, really um, does. You know, and it's like, well, there's there's some reasons why these churches turn out looking really bad. Um, one of which is modern materials don't necessarily lend themselves to what you might call traditional proportions. Um, you know, you've, you, it's easier to build a, a building that's much wider than an old building used to be. Uh, you don't have a lot of sources for ornament. Um, you got to keep labor costs down. You don't have a lot of architects who are trained in like traditional buildings. You got to keep no. labor costs down. Um, the clients are dumb. You got to keep labor costs down. Um, you got to keep <laughs> material costs down and you got to keep labor costs down, right? Yeah. Uh, Thus, the, 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 the totally bare alcoves with like identical statues in them that yeah, have come out of a big. Got from a garden center. Yeah, it's, that have come from a big box marked Catholic in a fucking uh, factory in China. Yeah, because you, know? you get these weird like Romanesque, uh, Romanesque columns with like the incredibly simplified capitals, um, you know, which there you got this dub, the, the, the the whole the whole composition is bad. Uh, it's mm. not even. That's also fun because this side is much wider than this side. Um, the tower is big and fat with blind arches on the top. The bricks are all the same color. Um, yeah, you can see they're kind of like strobes on the photograph, the, which yeah. is the really unappealing. The comes down the front. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not looking at the notes of, oh, it, uh, the, oh, that's bad. There's an extra color of brick at the bottom. There's a pair of soldier courses up here. That's the only detail on this entire tower. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at this more closely now for the first time and just how, how bad it is. Um, it's real bad. This, it's real bad. I've seen some construction photos of this. This is built like a McMansion, this entire stone mm. facade. This is form stone, because we party like it's 1949 here. Um, behind <laughs> it is some house wrap. Um, it's... You know, we're going to love you like Tyvek loves you, man. It is, it is generally... It, it's genuinely just like uh, an extremely... It, it's, it's a low-effort building. It's very bad. And there's a lot of these going up right now still. Um, and if you walk inside this building, the only thing which is good on this is the stained glass. And the stained glass is actually from a church in upstate New York that was being demolished as this was going up. Mm. They repurposed mm. it. Um, you walk in, it's all drywall. Oh, boy. It's just a Come giant church-shaped drywall space um, <laughs> with a couple of arches which are made of also drywall. Crap. It's really bad. <laughs> It's really bad. <laughs> Just to stop. The acoustics are also terrible. <laughs> um, 
this is the new traditional church. Um, I hate it. I hate it so much. It's, uh, it's awful, man. It's bad. But traditional, bad traditional churches, that's not just a Protestant thing, right? No, it's, it's, this is a Catholic church. This is Catholic, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course uh, it is. Yeah. Right. Um, it's Roz's dad's church. Yes. I'm paying attention. I've been paying attention. <laughs> I'm, I'm back in. I've been stable for 20 minutes. Mm. Very nice. So, I'm not on my PC, so this is great. So, uh, yeah, it's also, it's, it, it's got asphalt shingles. It's got, there's a few crosses up here. There's there's no ornament of any kind anywhere on this uh, building. Do you have any shots of the interior? Um, not in the presentation. I could try and bring oh, some okay. up. You've you've spared us that. Thank no, you. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do Thank it. Thank you, merciful God. Never mind. What a shitty merciful God. <laughs> Saint Raymond of Penafort, Springfield, Virginia. Come on, give me the give me the photo. <laughs> Arlington Catholic Herald, give me the photo. Ross was once cutting an avocado and said to it, come on, you fucker, let go of your skin. Very, <laughs> a, place, most, a place where you can see shit. Jesus. Yes. The church is okay, built like, in a traditional style with a cruciform shape. No, it's not. It looks like crap. It, it looks d- awful. It looks, right. a, it, 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 everything that looks like drywall is just drywall. Just I abysmal. kind of applaud that though. <laughs> like this, the, this uh, is like a general contempt. <laughs> yeah, so, so Saint Raymond, the general contractor, Saint, yeah, the patron saint of GCs. Yeah, <laughs> Saint Raymond's wife uh, wears a Mark Kors watch that she just swapped out for a coach watch, and she drives a Chevy Tahoe, and she's getting a nice little Pandora charm for their anniversary. Then they'll go to Longhorn Steakhouse, and he'll get the T-bone, and he'll want sex after. But after she turns him down, they'll spend four straight hours on the toilet because he had one too many whiskeys to prove what a man he was. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Holy Church. I live Saint, in Philly. I live in Philly. You know, Saint Raymond, general contractor. Big fan of this. Saint Raymond, GC. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, this is um this is this is uh typical of uh a lot of new traditional architecture. I guess there's some stuff that's good, but this is this is mm, a piece shit. of work right here. So this it's uh how do you say shit? How do you uh, say very very uh uh shit? <laughs> mm. Um but this is a little church in a wealthy suburb of Washington DC. Let's look at uh, other stupid modern churches, cathedrals. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. Welcome to the Ivory Coast. Church. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I paid short. Yeah, I paid extra. I I paid extra on on Wish for a skeletonized version of St. Peter's. Do you remember in Civ Three how you could customize your palace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this is. How I would customize my palace. Mm. I love. I love Tropico. I love the game Tropico. Yes. Tropical ass palace. So, so this is the Basilica of Our Lady of Peace in Yamasokro. Yamasokro. Just keep going, buddy. Totally fine. Full, totally fine. Full steam ahead there, Roz. So, I like that this has just turned into guest crit. President Hopford Borgne. 
<laughs> Are you sure about that one? I don't. I have no I'm fucking. It, I'm keeping it. I have no fucking clue. After re, redesignated, so hard, he designated uh, the town of what I said earlier as the capital of Ivory Coast. <laughs> um, and he decided, well, what we need now is the largest church in the world, right? Sure. Uh, and he decided we're going to do this at great cost for no benefit to anyone. Um, so this dome is twice as large as the dome at St. Peter's. Um, that's also I mean, scale is really not helping out here. The whole no. church. I mean, you got sort of a colonnade around it. Um, it looks like shit. Um, I hate it. Yes. Yeah. No. It's, what it's is bad. going on with this pediment? That's what I want to know. Why are there minarets? I, there's no minarets. Those, no. those are light just got four, four tiny little towers. Tiny little, 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 domes. little, guys. little domes. Little mm-hmm. tiny nipples. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we, well, I wish you hadn't said that. They spent a no, shitload look- of money to build this church in the Ivory Coast, which is not a high GDP country. Oh, no. And um, it, it, was, it was finished in 1990 for the cost of $600 million. And Pope John Paul II took a look at it and he's like, listen, I will not consecrate this church until you build a hospital for your people. Based wow. John, based Jan Power? <laughs> Question mark? I was not expecting that. Yeah, um, he was like, no, you're a fucking moron. You need to spend some money on some good, uh, on, 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 on a hospital. Um, I think they came to some sort of agreement where they were going to spend money on the hospital at some point in the future. The church was consecrated in 1990, and the hospital was opened in 2014. Nice. Mm-hmm. The GDP of the Ivory Coast in 2020 was $60 billion. So, oh, Jesus. not accounting for inflation, this church cost 1% of their GDP. Jesus. And yes, actually. The fun thing y- is, well, yes. This is, not, yes. this is not a well, this is no longer a welfare program building large churches like these. Because um, this church was built by a French contractor. Of course. So they just brought people in to build the damn thing, and all the money just left the country. Yep. Sounds all right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, this is one of the more moronic churches out there, which is one of the largest also, churches out there. Yeah, one of the, one of the largest. One of the largest churches. I think it's now the tallest one just because of uh, this, this cross up here. The dome is well, slightly for, shorter than St. Peter's, but the them. cross is taller. Mm. They, they, they also got a... Uh, they aside get to from, use the spiral. Uh, aside from building uh, the cost to build the thing, in order to get the actual you know priestly stuff happening, uh, they, they, they pay foreigners for that too. Uh, Polish uh, palatines do that for them, and they pay them like about a million and a half dollars a year to do that. We should have been priests. That's weird. Because that's like, it's like being a cruise rabbi. It's, it's not like they don't make priests in Africa, but uh, they do make priests in Africa, and they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like, they're, they're, they're like, not. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not saying this in a racist way. I'm saying the church in Africa is is, it, bad. is extremely bad. It hews very closely to the original line of the Roman Catholic Church, which is bad. Yes, very, very, very conservative compared to um, 
normal people. Um, <laughs> it's not the only place we're building big, stupid churches. Uh, here, here's uh, La Sagrada Familia. Sagrada yes. Familia. Yeah. Sagrada Familia. Yeah. Yes. yes, it's a song by uh, Alan Parsons Project. Also, it's a it's mentioned in the classic Ed Sheeran Bop Barcelona. Mm-hmm. I love Alice. I love that song. Alice, I've been <sighs> listening to that song. Alice. It's a bop, Alice. I know you don't know this because you're uncultured schwein, but it's a bop. Ed Sheeran, really. Okay. So, uh, La Sagrada Familia is kind of fun. It's it's probably one of the last uh, 100-year churches out there, still under construction, right? Um, So, Anthony Gaudi, who was an architect in Barcelona, who designed a whole lot of buildings that look like they're uh, melting, um, you know, he, uh, he, he took over a church construction site in 1882 because the previous architect died. He was like, this is mine now. Um, yeah, I'm just going to do some weird shit here. Radically redesigned the whole thing. Decided to also make it one of the largest churches in Christendom. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, a lot of, it, it's a very personal interpretation of the Gothic style is the official line. I feel like a lot of this is not, this is something entirely different. This is not like Gothic. This is just Gaudi, right? Yeah, it's just um, idiosyncratic. Yes. It's very, it's uh, this, the strange sculptural forms of a strange man. Um, <laughs> a weird dude. Weird fucking dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, but sometimes you need a weird dude. Sometimes you need a weird, weird dude weird to guy, shake things up a bit. Yeah. yeah. You need, you, huh? you, <laughs> when the, uh, what was the? Well, the going gets tough. The tough get weird. Yes, yes, right. Yeah. Uh, so, we live by that every day on this podcast. So this was uh, this has been under intermittent construction since then. Most of the plans were destroyed in 1936 during the Spanish Civil War. Um, yeah, the, the 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 fucking the fascists didn't really know what to do with it because it was modernism which they hated, but it mm-hmm. was Catholic which they liked. So yeah, so. They've been working off of like reconstructed plans since then. Every once in a while, someone says, "Well, we need to stop work to preserve Gaudi's vision," right? And and people ignore them rightfully. Um, yeah, we've got to finish the fucking thing. Or some people say we need to stop building this church because it's stupid. We should spend that money on Barcelona's poor. No, they're, look at it. <laughs> I don't. I think the donations would stop if they were going to the poor and not to the the church. I'm going to be yeah, honest. The, with but you. I don't oh. want to 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 feed the hungry and clothe the needy. Well, I look want, this, I want, I want the church. I want to build the xenomorph church. Yes. <laughs> um, the fun thing is that um, construction on this has accelerated rapidly recently, and maybe oh yeah, it's going. I, yeah, it's going. It's it's probably going to be finished uh, within ten years or so. Um, yeah. So this is uh, this is one of the last uh, hundred year cathedrals, but this one is going pretty good, as opposed to the depressing side. <laughs> oh boy, Saint John oh. the Unfinished. <laughs> I kind of like in it. New York City. Yeah. So. yeah. It's actually St. John the Divine. It's Anglo- Anglican, not, not Catholic. And it is a big sucker. It is really big. Mm. If they finish it, it'll be the fourth largest church in the world. They won't, but... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards they won't finish it. 
Um, this has been redesigned a number of times over its construction. Um, the last big spat of construction, I think, was in the 70s. Um, they started work in 1892. Um, they just keep running out of money. And uh, no, no, no one wants to give them money. Um, I think since this photograph was taken, they put a skyscraper on the cathedral grounds here to fund the church. I'm, I'm enjoying the, 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 the facial detail on the fountain in the foreground, on the very right of that picture, where it's fucking V for Vendetta. Oh, yeah. Um, it's got a it's got a really big dome. Um, did I say if they finish it, it'll be the fourth largest church in the world? Yes, you did. okay, I did. Um, and but anyway, I think this goes to show that um, you know, the Roman method of building churches and large public buildings is accurate. Time is money. Yeah, throw them up, and if they fall down, so what? Yeah, put it so up. Put it up. A, yeah, just put up another one. Yeah, yeah if, exactly. if you if you get killed if you get killed in church, you're going to heaven. So don't worry about it. That's a good point. Do you? I assume. I don't know. Roz, how does it work? Um, I think you pro- Roz, you're, you're probably you did fine. twelve years of parochial school. You're, I don't think it's automatic. I think they still weigh That's the books. Bullshit. That's bullshit. That's probably a, mm-hmm. that's probably in your favor though. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good point oh, in your favor if you die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, got it. Yeah. Well, they weigh your sins and yeah, shit on they, the big yeah, solar they, scales well, or whatever. Di- died in church. That's probably a, that's probably some kind of uh, plus three multiplier. Hey, or I'll, something. I'll, 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 I'll point out that in Islam, if you die during an epidemic, if you die of an epidemic, you're a shahid, you're a martyr, and you you will get your just reward in paradise. So I'm fucking cruising through this COVID nineteen oh, shit. That's not Very bad. nice. <laughs> You're, you're doing pretty trade. good on that one, yeah. Um, all right, so that's the cathedral featuring possibly two thirds Liam. Yeah what what did we learn? Um, all of Romans these would be better somehow. as mosques. I do like <laughs> La Sagrada, La Sagrada Familia, but, and I will not apologize for liking that at Sheeran. Yeah, so. I, I like, all, uh, all of them. All of them would look a lot better with a bunch of minarets around them. Or synagogues. Oh, you, yeah. need, you need the uh, you need the arches with the uh, multi-chromatic vossiers. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah just the, just yeah. replace those crosses on the top with a big crescent. Big yeah, fan of you, that. You, I remember being in Istanbul, and they the one guy who wasn't a a, a guy who works for the museum. Was very happy to show me uh, the prophets, the bits of the prophets' beard they have. Oh wow! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have a shit, bunch of yeah. relics in um in Istanbul. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh, come here, my friend. It's the prophet's beard." And I'm just like, "That's sick." I hope someday, like, not to be sacrilegious, they put my beard in a museum. Yeah, I hope somebody cares and goes like, "This is Liam's beard. He did some great this podcasts." Is, this is the relics. He, he the relics of uh, the reliquary <laughs> of well, there's your problem. <laughs> yeah, just nine hundred crushed empty beer cans in the combined mosque, cathedral, synagogue of uh, you know Saint. Well, there's your problem, general contractor. Yes. All three of us Saint have Raymond's reliquaries. Yes, and Raymond's general contractor. We are all his, we, featuring yeah. his wife's uh, Michael Kors watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're all just like preserved incorruptibly in there, just yes. like hanging out. It's us and, Ooh, it's us and Lennon. Floor. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. All right, all right listener, do, do that for us I when was about we die. To say, yeah, when we die, yeah, we, we, we need, need a to tomb, find, a big tomb. Find a piece of land and begin 
the cathedral mosque <laughs> synagogue it, of well there's your problem <laughs> It's very important to me that you never finish it. <laughs> yeah, just start with an arch. Start with arches. That's the easy thing. If you wish to see their memorial, look around you. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Yes. All right. Um, well, uh, to eternity thank, in thank a you grand for, building. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for sitting through that with me. Yes. Thank you for uh, paying Walmart us PC to listen crash. to this. Uh, and uh, please continue to to do that. Yes. If you have stolen this episode, please reflect on your sins yes. and uh, and start yeah, paying us. The silver scales. Unless you die in church, you're not looking good. <laughs> or you build us the cathedral. Yes. Yeah, we'll forget. We can forgive we, a lot we, of we, stuff we, for getting a cathedral. I'm gonna, if, I'm you, if you want to tell out, us, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna build you guys the the cathedral of Saint Raymond General Contractor. We'll give you the link to the bonus episodes. It's yes. like that episode of Archer where uh, uh, the the Pope says uh, homosexuality is a mortal sin, but get me out of here alive, and I will pardon it. For, I will pardon you for it, my son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Have we done a podcast? We've, we've did, done a we, fucking we, we podcast. podcast. We've done a podcast, yeah. and we've we have assured our eternal reward yes. architecturally. Thank God. All right, Roz, did you get the like all of? I, I guess my audio is just going to be there or not. So I was about to say. Well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll find got, out in a second. You still have your um. The we're going to find out in a second. Yeah, and if if something went wrong, I will fucking kill myself. So. <laughs> yeah, threat. That's right. That Actually, is right. I won't do that because we need this episode to go about so people will build our church. Yes. <laughs> Upon this pod, I build my church. Yes. All right. I'm calling. I've stopped it. my local recording. I'm calling it time of death. Time of death. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> time of death. Oh, 100 hours. Yeah.